Dean, today is the day of love all around yeah. the world. Valentine's Day. And I'm curious for the handsome gentleman on the panel. By the way, thank you guys for being here. If you guys wanted to share... Oh, God. It happened again, Mark. Yeah, Mark, fi figure out that, that tech issue, please. Um, if you guys wanted to share what your favorite Valentine's gift you've ever gotten from a significant other, from a friend, anything you want to share, collectible-wise, I'd love to hear it. Does it have to be clean, family-friendly? It should be. Kind of oh, clean. Oh, well, never mind. Nothing. Wow. Can skip me. <laughs> wow. Please put it in the private uh, chat. Oh, it's private, all right. Um, oh, I can't say Baldo. <laughs> all right. Marco, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, so I think the best Valentine's Day gift Gigi ever got me. It was shortly after. I think I was throwing a grown man tantrum. I don't even remember what it was over. And she came through and got me... She got me a Batman, like, original Batman... Um, Valentine's Day cards, like a whole box that I still have. She got me like a stuffed plush. It was like a Raiders teddy bear. Um, and she got me a bunch of other stuff and assorted candy. And so I never anticipated that, you know, a significant other would go all out like that for uh, for me for Valentine's Day. So wow. it was pretty awesome to see. And now, you know, yeah, then I married her. And, you know, this far into marriage, we just write cards to one another. We just kind of put our feelings wow. down. Um, on paper, and we didn't even do that this year. So, you know, the day's not over. Maybe I'll run out and go get a card after this. But how about you, Mark? Fucking dog. Yeah, we 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 stopped with the card stuff uh, a little while ago. Same with the flowers because the flowers die. It's a waste of money when you have kids. You you learn, you know. So I got her a couple boxes of chocolates and the bottle of the good wine. You know, the wine that makes things happen. You know. Wow. So, you know, and it's nice, you know, and that part's good. But the, th the thing was, when me and Katrina first started dating, the one thing when I knew she was kind of the one, and this was before, because I was, I was always a collector, but then I had, you know, you stop and you're trying to find a woman because it's a bit, it's a bad look at that, at that age, you know, the early, tw like real early 20s. But uh, the, the, the first big purchase where I knew she was the one, she bought me the, the Ewok Village UCS set. Wow. Lego, it's got, it came with like 20 minifigures. I mean, it, it, it's, it's still her favorite set. And, um, she already, I, uh, showed her the Rivendell set. Wow. And she's like, oh, she's like, we got to go day one and go buy it. Oh, that's true love right there, man. I mean, what God, a real one. she's, and literally like tonight she was like, there's a shame there's no really good sets out right now because that would have been a great Valentine's day because we, I mean, we were down doing a puzzle right before this. I mean, I wish we were doing something else, but the kid, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus. Mark, I, I do want to challenge one point that you said, though. You said early 20s, it's a bad look if you don't have a lady. You know, everyone moves at their own pace. Well, I not, spent not, many not, not, Valentine's Not saying not having a lady, but no. bringing and, a girl to the house, and you have, like, Power of the Force figures, like, hanging on the wall. Oh, I and you see. you got, like, Batman bed maybe. sheets. Power of the Force, yeah. no. And that's yeah. why we're here tonight. Marco made a great point. Um, you know, we kind of... I guess just it's been such a week. I, I didn't realize it until John messaged me last night. You know, like, hey, today, you know, tomorrow, today is Valentine's Day. And, um, you know, we, we told everyone, like, hey, no obligation to be here tonight, obviously. You know, family is very important. Um, so thank, thank everyone in the chat for being here. Thank you guys for being here. 
Um, but yeah, I, we've I've I've known many a Valentine's Day alone. So Marco put it <laughs> put it so elegantly into words, like, "Hey, like, let's be there for the homies." That's right. Um, I um I don't usually get a lot of collectibles for Valentine's Day, but yeah, some great stuff over the years. Uh, the Gandalf the White back there, one of my favorite gifts. The uh, premium format Mando, love that love that statue. Um, yeah, some really great stuff. Miles Morales premium format, some great stuff that Victoria's gotten me over the years. Uh, we're looking at some some other stuff uh, for Valentine's Day this year. Um, it's kind of right around that tax season slash like annual bonus season for my wife's company, and so. Um, there's things that I'm looking at. I'm looking at Rivendell, and I'm looking at the uh, premium format Dark Knight Returns Batman. So we'll we'll see how how good I've been this year. Um, but yeah, uh, Dean Manny, did you guys want to want to add anything uh, to this conversation? Things that you've gotten? No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I don't really get collectibles. Um, but today, um, my wife did surprise me with a with a gift card to Sideshow and a little Valentine's card. Uh, wow. On there, it That's said, sweet. you know, let go ahead and put this towards something that you really like. So I thought that was nice, nice little thought. You know, her contributing to. What a, you mean for Valentine's Day, right? Because yeah, what did I say? You said I don't really get collectibles. Oh well, for Valentine's. Sorry. Okay, I was like, because she's messaged me a handful of times trying to get you something. So I was like, yeah. What? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Because yeah, you know, it's, it's weird. It's really weird because like you have conversations with people and they're like, oh, you know, I bought. You know, a $300 necklace, and she got me, you know, a, a belt or something. Sock. Yeah, it's <laughs> a like, sock. Just one sock. It's like, what a waste of money. <laughs> Not even a pair. It's, you know? it's crusty in, in the corner of the room now. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> How dare you. Oh, boy. Are you an angel? What? An angel. I heard the deep space pilots talk about them. They're the most beautiful creatures in the universe. Hello there. We are tonight's entertainment. We would be honored if you would join us. You've got a billion toys. <laughs> you brought into the doll collection. These are not dolls, Jim. These are commodities. Same as gold or oil. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. You are now listening to the Collecting Weekly Podcast. Joey Locke and the this is the true form of floor gang right here. Very nice. YouTube.com slash collecting weekly. Thank you very much. That's very cool. Big, big, big. Hey guys, my name is Zach. I'm Dean. I'm Marco. I'm Manny. And I'm Mark. Welcome to this week's episode of Collecting Weekly. It's a weekly podcast where my friends and I talk about the things that matter the most to us this week in collecting. That's right. We want to say thank you to everyone listening and joining us today on Valentine's Day. Thank you. Sweet angels. Let's thank those angels. We got uh, Badfish in the chat. We got Toy Mafia. We got Carlito. We got Payton23, Andres IB, Juan Breda, King Dingling. What a wild day of reissues. Lane the Legend, Kramer, PT Works, Universal Key, Absolute Irwin, Dante's Boneyard. Uh, we also have SpongeBob, Squareballs, Carlito, Nicolio, Let's Get Nuts, uh, Sam Gist, What's Up, My Fellow Collecting Peeps, 
we also have Hoth's Hometown Heroes, uh, Mr. Mom Collectibles, Gotham Cenobites, John Ortiz, Caesar M., uh, Big Breda, someone call Oxpedia to investigate the Hot Toys and Batmobile inaccuracies. Erwin says Manny and Mark Ox Jumbo. Uh, we also have Always Sunnyvale, Tyria, uh, John the Everyday Collector. Hopefully John and the Misses are having a happy Valentine's Day with their baby. Uh, we also have, uh, let's see, Badfish says Manny on the show. You love to see it. Someone asked a question. I don't know if I've skipped over it yet, but they asked if Manny was Sarge. And I'm not sure if you want to answer that question or not. You got it right, buddy. That's me. There you go. Amazing. Vintage Rebellion. You'll love to hear it. Uh, Joao says, the, the wine that makes things happen. Jesus. Uh, Calvin, Commander Crook, Paul Schreiber, Kinky Spinkter. Uh, Vintage Rebellion says, hate to hear it. Uh, Bob Dylan says, I pre-ordered my wife. Took to standard two years to ship. You'll love to hear it. Dante says, my favorite gift was a night vision camera scope for my 300 BLK. Uh, we also have 12 inch moose stream. Uh, let's see who else we got here. There we go. That's King Ding is Boogie Manny Sarge from OxyPD. Uh, let's see who else do we got in the chat. Dr. Equan, Haas Hometown Heroes with the super chat. Hello, Batman Dave fellas. Yeah, we're going to talk all about Batman. And I think we have so much stuff to talk about with Batman and we want to get Ben and John's feedback that we're going to re-up this discussion next Tuesday also. Uh, David Keaton 2.0 is glorious. Six guns, figs, uh, jazzy. Yeah, we're going to lead you guys in nice and gently today. We're going to let everyone um, everyone into the chat. And then uh, we're going to start off with some other figures, some new this week, and then we'll get into... Batman to let everyone have a chance to filter in. Uh, Dean, we have a very special segment that we start all the best shows off with. Yeah, you guys ready? Yes. It's new this week. Yay, uh, what did you get new this week? Um, I got a sweet message the other day from a good friend of the show, Dr. Equan. A... What a sweetheart. He messaged me. He's like, hey, man, I have this figure. Do you need it? And I did. It's the uh, Bird Shit Boba Fett Black Series version. Um, apparently, it's hard to find. I didn't. I only have this version of it. But he sent me this one. And uh, it's honestly, arguably, the best Boba Fett that's ever been done. Uh, you can watch a... Um, a video on the Fuchsia's channel um, where he like shows every single Boba Fett that he has. Some of them even custom and like it's by far the best looking Boba Fett on the shelf. So what makes it look so good? I don't know. It's just like the proportions are right. The, the, the paint is really good. Like it just looks the best like with my eyes. Um, so yeah, super happy to have another one on the shelf. That's uh that's different. It's even got the cool colored backpack. So shout out to Equan. What a sweetheart. He absolutely did not have to do that, but he thought of me. So thank you, Equan. What a guy. Uh, I do have some new this week's, but I'm curious if Manny, Mark, or Marco have any before I go. Um, well, I did pick up me a... Uh... I'm just kidding. Um, I, do ha- I did pick up the First Order Stormtrooper... Uh, Kylo Ren from the Rise of Skywalker and the squad leader, I think from uh Mandalorian, the, the stormtroopers. So those are my new additions to the collection. And that's, that's it for me. That's a good week. 
You'll yeah. love to hear it. So uh, I had a pretty good week. Um, Dr. Equan, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, I had mentioned, I want to say he had posted these D&D figures. They're from the 80s animated show. I think Hasbro just started putting these out. Uh, but he had posted them, and I was like, yo, can I have it? And I don't know if this set that he sent me is that set that I, can I have it? But he sent me the set, and it's awesome. It's all, it's, it's, I think it's almost the entire first wave, um, minus, um, I think one figure, which I've, I see it everywhere. So I'm, you know, it's funny. I, I've, I've seen it everywhere when I wasn't trying to pick it up, and now that I am, I can't find it. Um, but yeah, this is such a generous gift. He also gave me some Pokemon cards and a few other things, and it was just an incredible gesture. Uh, I, I didn't even know he was sending anything. He just sent it. Uh, so, Dr. Equan, thank you very much. It is truly appreciated. Such a great um, guy. Um, is the little Danny DeVito, is that supposed to be Bil- Bilbo right there? Or? Uh, that is Dungeon Master, and he is incredible. I actually watched this show a few years back. I need to rewatch it to refamiliarize myself with all the characters, but uh, this show is a banger, absolute right. banger. And then on the right, so uh, Dean and I, which shout out to Dean, always always there for a, for an impromptu stream. Um, I uh, picked up that $50 um, V1 Gandalf. And so what you're seeing here on the right, from the neck down is... Um, the V1 Gandalf with the vest removed. He has like this gray, I don't know why they did it gray, but it's like this gray um, vest. And underneath it's this beautiful white fabric. Um, with the um, first Asmus Gandalf hands and then the head from the new figure. So they sell that separately as an upgrade accessory kit or whatever for the for the old one. And it fit on perfectly. I think everything looks great. Did a little bit of water treatment. I still need to kind of futz with that outer... Uh, robe just a little bit but overall very happy with the way it looks and you know for you know $50 Gandalf I think it was a great purchase and um, you know the the replacement portrait that Asmus was able to get me um, you know I paid for that but I think overall I think it's a good look uh, I may do a tiny bit of weathering to this uh, Return of the King he does get a little dirty in the white white outfit uh, but you know just something to kind of futz with a little bit more uh, do a little bit more involved posing and uh yeah i do i do like this is he that tan in person or is it just the uh the picture um yeah so you know this is the same portrait basically as the um it's it they've basically made excess uh from the run um i would say it's probably about as tan as a hot toys figure it's hard for the camera to really get the tone right because it's like so white and mm. it's trying to balance the white and then dim the camera. Dude, on that stream, you were trying to like show the figure, and, it's and just I can't. Yeah, so that yeah. yeah, that yeah. this camera doesn't have this white everywhere. Like Manny would probably know this better than I can explain it, but the iPhone camera like actively like tries to balance all the colors so it's not overexposed. But this camera doesn't have it, and when I put that figure up to the screen, it's like like you're just staring at like a flash of light. So. I would say it's probably about the same color as a normal Hot Toys. Um, and in the movie, he has, like, this ethereal glow around him. So, like, the movie representation I don't think is really accurate to what you would see in hand anyways. Um, but, yeah, this is – it's a cool figure. I like it a lot. Um, I would say it's probably – could be a touch lighter, but not anything that I'm going to get out the paintbrush and, and uh, you know, try to repaint it myself. I think I think it's good enough for – 
for the way that I'll display it. And in person, I don't think it's that bad. You can check it out at OxCon 23, baby. There we go. There we go. Vintage says Zach is talking about dynamic range. Yo, yes. Zach, when you were showing that figure on the other stream, you had all the flashing lights and it. it was so bright. I forgot what I was doing. It was like a minute black. Wow. Like I, I forgot you got like the was... little. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, dude, neuralizer. I was like, I don't, I don't even know what I like what I was where I was, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> dude, it was bright. I was like, God damn. I feel like this is the, the lights of Gondor. Mark, you have your uh, Gandalf the White coming soon, I, I believe. Hopefully. Yeah, I ordered it. I Hopefully it's coming soon. It hasn't shipped yet, though. But it said it was in stock, so we'll see. And I also, call... I also ordered the Bilbo. The one thing I did get in the mail, though, thank God, um, I've been working over my collection after oh, seeing yes. Zach's collection. And Zach 3D printed. This is my childhood toy, and I don't have many of them left. Look at that. But this this head piece, it's... If you try to look online, they'll they'll tell you they'll 3D print it for eight dollars, but then the shipping's forty dollars. So I've been working on with some goo gone, and I've been uh, waxing some of my old, you know, vintage figures. So you know what I mean? It's like it's nice to like pull out some of your old. Whoa! Not only not only is it expensive for the 3D printers like on Etsy or whatever, so but it's there you go. So, Mark, I did I did find the horn. I'm not sure if you saw that message I sent you. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, check that message I sent you because I want to make sure that's the right Megazord. But it's so, so it's expensive to 3D print, like to to buy them, um, and then to get the original ones, like you know, like the people that have that little piece. Mark, you were saying it's something like eighty dollars plus shipping to yeah. to get that for, piece for the original piece. To yeah, get for the, the original 3D- piece. And then the 3D printed, all the 3D printed parts, it was like somebody just made up something that fits. It doesn't match. Yeah. And then they, they say it's $10, and then on Etsy, and then you go to buy it, and then it says $30 shipping plus tax. It's like $45. So I'm like, what the? At that point, yeah. I just go go buy an inbox version, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. So it's Zach's Wonderland opening soon. Hey, Here there you, you go. go already open so so there was this guy on colt's 3d which is like a 3d marketplace and he had a bunch of that megazord parts already like he had the sword and a bunch of other things and i was like hey can you can you make the file just for that crest and i was like there's one guy that has like both parts together but it's it's a whole piece like it's the head and the crest and they're right. not separate and the guy's like yeah sure give me like an hour and i'll make the file and sure enough he's like yeah i made it i test printed it it works perfectly that right there is like ten cents worth of material, and it, you know, ships it to Mark for a few so, bucks. So does, so does this guy three D scan them, or he just kind of measures out? I don't. And then... Well, it's a pretty simple shape. Like, mm. you know, I would imagine he's just like making the file, you know, the the design with with calipers to make sure everything fits. Um, but yeah, it, it looks great. And then I hit it with some yellow paint, you know, got it all nice and nice and tidy, and obviously it fixed fixed marks figure so there's that uh let's get into the news we're gonna start slow here we got present toys blade warrior uh pt55 wesley snipes i want to see this is the blade 2 uh look for the character i gotta say present toys is up there as some of the best um third party companies in my opinion i think they do great work i think their indiana jones was fantastic I've said it many times. I think that their Django, Calvin, um, the uh, K from 2049, I think those are all excellent figures. Uh, their Godfather 2, amazing figure. I have no doubt this is going to crush it. I think I think the deciding factor for 
myself and probably a lot of people is the price. Um, we're going to talk about Nathan Drake here in a second, but these third-party figures are getting so good, but the prices are starting to creep into that first-party territory, and it's it's kind of getting pretty crazy. Uh, but I'm curious, any of the guys here, if they have uh, Blade, if they want to get a Blade in their collection, they enjoy the film enough that they're going to think about it. Um, I don't think... I don't really have a love for the character. Like, I don't hate Blade or anything. I just... I don't know. It's just not kind of my cup of tea. I also just really don't like vampires all that much. I think they're so fucking boring. I've been playing always, for two years. I'm ready to kill this motherfucker and move on. <laughs> they're, they're always just like nightclubs and like high society. I don't know. They just annoy the shit out of me. So yeah. at least he's killing vampires, right? Good for him. Um, but I also don't think this really looks like Wesley Snipes. Yeah, that's like, my biggest issue too. Like David like sculpt. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> the <dude>. flat top. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It really does look like David Robinson. Um, I mean, that being said, I know a lot of people really like Blade and want a Blade and don't want to spend the gobs of money it costs to buy the original Hot Toys one that's probably flaking in the box. So, I mean, this is cool objectively, just not for me. Yeah, re- really cool that they're going back to touch this property. If you if you're a big fan of these Blade films, then obviously this is something that would intrigue you. Knowing that you know Blade is probably still coming, right? Mahershala Ali is going to step in for the MCU version. I think I probably would wait for that representation. Um, just if I really really wanted a Blade, um, this is intriguing. But again, I don't like the sculpt enough. Um, I would have to see more. But I, it just isn't one of those figures that's like done well enough that would push me to like okay i need this this version and if the sculpt was like spot on and we had multiple um you know expressions then maybe it would but i think it looks nice but nothing too spectacular how about you mark yeah it looks more like a like a white man can't jump type wesley snipes like a really young version so yeah i i don't i don't i don't know what to do no but that the thing is like talking about the third party thing is like they have gotten really good but they've gotten like hot toy priced so whether you know i i actually this would be the blade for me as opposed to the new one but i don't think i could pay regular prices yeah 100 percent. yeah ever since you said uh david robinson i can't unsee it dude oh i can't it's popped um, in my head i can't unsee it yeah i think it looks okay um i have high hopes for present toys because i have both t800s on pre-order the battle damage and the regular one um nice. and the reason why i have that is because they announced the the first one like first and then way later they announced the battle damage so now i'm kind of like maybe maybe i'll sell it i don't know but i'm pretty excited for for present toys Hell yeah. Now, this is... Oh, go ahead, dude. I was going to say, I, I'm with Zach. Uh, Present Toys is usually pretty fucking... They make bangers. They make yeah. really good shit. So I wouldn't be surprised if this comes out better than what we're seeing. Uh, I would have no problem getting the Terminators. I bet they're going to be fucking sweet. So, yeah. that's. I was just going to say I agree with Zach. Thank you, my friend. Now, this... This is so incredibly well done, but again, at, at at what cost do you start to think like, 
well, I mean, this is encroaching licensed figure territory. Nathan Drake by Lim Toys, uh, 238, releasing Q4 23. Uh, going back quickly, though, uh, the Blade, this is the only photo we have, and there's no pricing information yet, but we'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, Nathan, again, by Lim Toys from Unchar- Unexplored 4, excuse me, A Thief's End. This figure looks incredible. Um, I've seen people play the game, you know, on Let's Plays or, or Twitch or whatever. I've never played the game myself. The the portrait looks great. The body looks great. Um, the subtle application of, of sweat, I think, looks really good. Um, yeah, this is spot on. This is one of those figures that you're going to want to pose and pose a lot. And it looks like it should be able to do all that from the pre-order photos. Uh, tons of accessories, a great little diorama base. Uh, you do get some um, seamless forearms, which I think is great. I want to say there's three for the right and maybe one for the left. Uh, but yeah, the, this this is looking really solid. And I've, I've shown this to a few of my friends that don't necessarily collect figures, uh, but they've they've enjoyed the Uncharted games. And they're, they're, they've asked to be like kept in the loop on this. So um, I, I think, I think uh, Limb Toys, you know, they obviously killed it with their Arthur Morgan figure. Um, I, I think they're killing it with this. You know, I think if you're if you're after a video game collectible, I think Lim Toys is on the top of that short list of great third party companies. Dean, if you fucking say that Uncharted sucks, I'm done with you. I I actually really don't like Uncharted. I you, will say of course you don't. I like Nathan Drake as a character. I think he's fun, he's snarky, uh he's got a I like his attitude. Um uh I also really love his voice actor. Um but the Uncharted games for me as, oh, okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Um, this is cool. I, I like Nathan Drake, and I think this is one of those um, franchises where if you play games, chances are you're going to want to have this on the shelf. So I think this is a solid release. Limb Toys makes some, again, another third-party figure. Our company makes bangers. Uh, comes with two separate head sculpts interchangeable arms if you wanted seamless wrists that's fucking crazy this is sweet um i like it yeah when we heard that limb toys was going to be doing this one right when they had the teaser up we know they're doing last of us figures as well i was like on the record saying that i want more video game representation this is exactly what i mean like done incredibly well it looks like it's pulled right out of the game right from unexplored four which was one of my favorites but <laughs> absolutely love that um but then i saw the price and i was like holy shit like this is crazy it's what 235 uh yeah uh 238 238 yeah so i was like oh my gosh that's not what i was expecting to spend that being said it's got the dial base it's got all the accessories it's got the innovation with the you know seamless arms uh, and the sweat technology. So I'm feeling, I feel like they're giving me everything that I would want out of a licensed figure. We know their track record is, uh, you know, from, from what you've listed is, is pretty stellar. I know that, you know, talking to Joao earlier, he's like, you know, it's, this is probably going to come out in three years, right? That's a represent, that's a repre, um, reputation, excuse me. So I don't love that. Um, but in the meantime, I'll be patient and this is exactly what I want. Hopefully the last of us figures look just as good as this, even if they're from the, you know, the second game, which I did enjoy. So yeah, this is giving me absolutely everything that I want. I wish it was 180, but um, I'm still in at this price. Yeah. I think we're all just uh, 
like Whoa. or somebody like me, I'm just used to third party figures being much cheaper. But I mean the the quality has picked up. Mark, bring your bring your game dial the other direction. I think you went I think you went low. <laughs> go go clockwise. Clockwise. Can you hear me now? Is it good? Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm really hand. sorry. Yeah, no, I, I would here. really love to, like a Laura Croft from the newer newer game. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you're just spot keep on. Bringing, That's what I've been saying, dude. Keep bringing these. I I really appreciate this figure. I'm like Dean. Uncharted. There's a couple things. It just seems repetitive. You know what I mean? Like a couple of the Assassin's Creed games are the same way. You know what I mean? But I love what they're doing. I love the sweat feature. I love the accessories. I mean, I actually think the dollar value. If you're if you're an Uncharted fan, I'm just not. So I don't I don't to that level. So I don't feel like I could pay two thirty. But if you were to give me like a proper Laura Croft or you know like certain Resident Evil characters, I I, I would pay the two thirty. So I mean, I I love what they're doing as a company. I just need them to hit hit my specific needs. Per se, and, you know. and you were saying Resident Evil. This actually looks better than the damn toys Resident Evil figures, which are obviously licensed and pretty right. expensive too. But, yeah, um, about like another yeah. hundred dollars more. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. So I need them. I need them to hit the hit some of them up. Yeah, I, I would. I would love that as well. Uh, this has got to be the worst Tom Holland sculpt I've ever seen. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so glad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad. That was um, good. No, I think that it looks was cool. Good, dude. I've never played this game, but I think it looks cool. Um, a few months ago, I was at a Comic Con. We were waiting for the screen panel, and uh, the voice actor of this uh, of this game came up, and I was sitting like right in front of him. And he was just talking. It was pretty cool. So, I mean, I dig this. Um, I really enjoy also the weathering on it. Obviously, he's you know doing uncharted things in uncharted places, and. Like, when you look at this figure compared to, like, the Tusken Raider that we unboxed yesterday, like, the Tusken Raider is, like, fresh out of laundry day, and this dude is, like, grimy and gross, and, like, like you have that, that, that wear where it would be, like, in the area of the pants, like, on the knees where he's crawling and doing all this other kind of shit, so uh, I think this is great, and... Um, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I, I was gonna make a... If you, if you really like Uncharted or Nathan Drake... uh on YouTube, you could find uh, Nathan Fillion did a um, like a, a short film where he plays Nathan Drake, and it's it's brilliant because like Nathan Fillion is like Nathan Drake. It's like they almost made Nathan Drake like after Nathan Fillion. So to see yeah. him like like the character enough to do a fan film, it's yeah. brilliantly done. It's so good. Well, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, and I will say to Manny's point. Um, Obviously, it wasn't just, but I'm glad that they went with the more traditional look for the character rather than, you know, the live action look. So, well, um, we've gotten an official Nathan Drake before, haven't we? Wasn't it uh, from the second Uncharted game? I think that was also third party. I could have sworn that was like three zero or something. You're right, though, Dean. Yeah, there was one that I remember seeing on on Sideshow. Let me, let me see if you I can guys pull want that to Google that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, check the archive. Um, let's get into the meat and potatoes. What all the people of the world are here for tonight? Hot Toys announced last night slash this morning. Uh, Batman 1989, two versions. You got the standard for 279, the deluxe for 345. Both of these releasing April to September oh. 2024. It was a Oh wow! For Uncharted um, Three, I gotta say, I gotta say, no, we we knew this was coming, right? 
we've, we talked about this a few months ago. They showed off um, this figure. I want to say it was at SDCC, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we saw it on display with yeah, the Mac was. computer. We saw it on display with this diorama base. Um, you know, we had a lot of critique on it back then. We're going to have a lot of critique on it next Tuesday when John and Ben are back. But looking at it um, as someone that's not the biggest 89 Batman fan, there's nothing against the film. I just wasn't the Batman that I grew up with. This looks fantastic. I think the the Hot Toys uh, paint work here is excellent. Um, I like the um, the way that the cow looks. Obviously, they said they've, they've refined it. Um, curious to see if it is going to come with those, uh, or not come rather, but if they are going to release the bat computer stuff. Um, they've technically shown it, but they haven't actually solicited it yet. So it's going to be interesting to see if that does come out. Um, as mentioned, there is a deluxe version. The deluxe, uh, edition is the diorama style base. And for me, I, I mean, I think the deluxe version is cool, but I don't know that I necessarily need this in the collection for me to display it and and looking at the base it, it almost doesn't seem like there's a ton of space for for the character to be on that base as well um yeah. but but I, I do i do like this a lot um you know again two uh 279s kind of at that 280 price point that a lot of these figures are coming out at uh 345 with the base you know it's a it's a nice looking base don't get me wrong but but again i don't don't particularly see the need for it. Uh, but I know Manny owns this figure, so we're going to lean a lot on him tonight for some thoughts on, uh, you know, how this compares to the one that he owns, which is the DX08. Uh, but Dean, what do, you, what do we think about this? Yeah, uh, go back. To, you had a picture of him standing in front of, like, some monitors. That one. If that yeah. was the deluxe base, yeah, I think it'd be brilliant. 100%. The base that you get uh, for those listening, it's like a like a stone wall with like a gargoyle on it, and like Zach said, there's no like real obvious place where he could stand. I guess maybe in front of these wood beams. There are some but, images of him like hiding behind the <laughs> the base. Yeah, basically. but in the promo yeah. photos, they show him in front of all these like computer monitors, like he's in a bat cave. And I feel like that'd be super easy to do with some, you know, static images and some LEDs. And that would be a much cooler display in a detop, I think. Um, but for what you get, um, I'm I'm kind of with Zach. I'm not huge on this Batman. So, like, I don't know the intricacies of it to say whether it's good or bad. But I'm liking what I'm seeing. And I know a lot of people really want this Batman in their collection. I've seen overwhelmingly positive responses to this coming out. Yeah. So. I think it's cool to see. Um, it's different enough from the first one, I feel like. Um, but, yeah, those are my thoughts. It's also impeccable timing by Hot Toys, right? We got the Flash trailer uh, for the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, just just a day or so later, we see see this announcement. That's so um, unlike them, too. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, usually it'll be like three years later we'll see the, oh, okay, there you go. Uh, but, Marco, what what do we think about this? Yeah, so I think your show is definitely going to be canceled as I'm the third person to say like the 89 Batman is not necessarily my favorite, but I just love the design. Like obviously we're going to talk about the Batmobile as well, but you know, just the art deco design, obviously Tim Burton. I I do love the base in fact, because Gotham City is like such a big part or such a big character of the films. um, And this just like screams that Burton trilogy, right? So in, in that respect, 
um, excuse me, Burton trilogy. Burton, there were only two Burton films, right? Um, but in that respect, um, I do like the deluxe base, but I don't like that they don't give you the standard base as well because that one just looks really nice and clean. I just got those Batman Forever figures and I like that it's kind of shiny and it's got the big logo on it. So I'm a bit bummed after I, I kind of realized after putting an order for the deluxe that I wouldn't be getting both. But, you know, that's kind of on me to not read the fine print as as we learn to do. Um, but yeah, I think that all the refinements from what we're seeing from the uh, prototype images look really great. I like like the cape. Knowing the limitations of the figure um, in terms of posing, I think it's still fine with me because it just looks so great standing straight up and down. You could pose it next to the Batmobile is what what I plan to do. So very, very happy that they're giving newer collectors like myself an opportunity to get an improved version of this figure. Obviously, they're giving some new bells and whistles. It doesn't feel like a complete 2.0, right? Because it's more of a straight reissue in many respects. But at least we're seeing some iteration from the paint applications to some of the materials. Um, so I'm very happy. But I could understand if you've had this figure that how you would not be happy with the reissue. But um, it gives me an opportunity to add something that, you know, I wasn't going to go into the aftermarket and spend a bunch of money on a figure that I'm not quite sure would stand the test of time. Um, or, or I don't really know the quality that I'm going to receive from another collector in terms of flaking and terms of tearing. So really happy that I get a chance at a brand new version of this. But how about you, Mark? What are you feeling? This is uh, this is the, the the Batman I've been waiting for for a long time. Um, I grew up. I'm I'm a I'm a little bit older than a lot of you guys. Um, I remember being so excited for the McDonald's toys. For, for this movie and then um this was like two christmases in a row when i was a kid this is what i this is all i, I just wanted batman that was it so this was always my batman i always loved the tim burton it's always been my feel like i, I the dark knight trilogy are are better movies but like to me aesthetically i like the christian bale it whatever reason it just doesn't click with me it's always been the 89 batman so i have a bunch of 89 batmans but they're not you know, I mean, like six-inch figures and whatnot. So no, I'm super excited for this. I mean, I'm sorry John's upset, but this is like this to me. This reissue shouldn't bother anybody, you know. And hopefully they update the paint a little bit on some stuff, you know. But I'm definitely getting this. I haven't checked on the the Batmobile price yet because there's a lot of shit I got to pay for between now and then. Yeah, we'll hit that price point up here in a second. But man, I. I... Did anybody else play the NES game? Yeah, I mean that shit. I that shit shit had so much. I spent more on hydrogen peroxide to keep that game going as a kid than I did on the whole system. I mean, that fucking just the sound, you know. Mark, I I want to challenge you on one thing you said though, in terms of like no one should be upset over this reissue. I, I think people have like a right to be upset by it, like. Um, if you if you bought this thinking that it was a limited collectible and that they wouldn't mm-hmm. touch this franchise again, I could understand why you'd be be upset. I think we've got a large enough sample size to now know that Hot Toys is going to reissue anything and everything that they can because they're yeah. going to dip into this new pool of collectors that came in during the pandemic. So yeah. I don't well, want inval- to I don't want to invalidate people's feelings. I, I, but- I don't I don't want to mess with people that are young. But when you're old, you learn that everything time is fleeting. 
in 10 years, a, a lot of these figures, anybody that owns a figure from 10 years ago, a lot, a lot of shit's just starts to go bad with them. You know what I mean? It, it just is what it is. At this point, you just have to enjoy what you have while you have it. I mean, I understand the, the upset. Like somebody like John, I completely understand. I completely understand where he comes from. But there are there's a spectrum of collectors. I got into collecting. I collected toys. I never thought in the. I never thought I'd pay two hundred dollars for a doll. And then all of a sudden, I'm paying eight hundred dollars for a statue. And then all of a sudden, it's like something's like eleven hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Not that Katrina would ever listen to this, but it's like the amount the amount of money we pay. You have a right to bitch, but you also. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like I understand anybody bitching it, that's fine. But there's an argument either way. When you spend that's that's hard-earned money. That when you pay mortgage payments on this stuff, you have a right to bitch. But I also have a right to my opinion. My opinion is this is a good reissue. The movie's coming out, you know. And and if you're a huge fan, maybe you want to pick a second version up to put with your Batmobile. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I completely understand being, like, especially if you're the person that bought this. But then somebody like John, he's never going to sell. So, it, it's it's just, there's a spectrum of collecting. So, oh, you're right, Mark. I, yeah. I'll listen to him. And I under, I compl- it's funny because I completely understand what John's saying. But at the same time, you can't then just neglect, like, just, he's coming out in a movie. So what are you going to do? Just say he's not coming at we can't issue the figure. You know what I mean? The thing is they should have aged so many more Keaton they sh- Batman. They should right? they should have aged him a little bit. So then I understand that bitch that bitch process, but well, this isn't a Flash Batman, it's the Batman. Yeah, this is the 89 Batman. Batman. Oh, we'll yeah. get that Flash Batman too. Oh, yeah, 100%. We'll as many times let's as they not, can. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Um Manny, you own the um the DX08 uh, or DX09, forgive me. Yes, I do. Um, one of your all-time grills, uh, a gift that, that Dean, myself, Marissa, and Seth got you many many moons ago. Um, tell me, as someone that owns this, um, obviously we paid a premium for it back then, right? right. Much much over retail. Um, how does how does this affect affect you? What do you, what do you think about it? What do you think about this figure in terms of the quality? I, I uh, lean on your expertise here, my friend. I mean, I'm I, I dig the the new one because of the very subtle adjustments that they've made. Like the cowl, uh, it was never like really accurate. It was more stylized, and the cowl now has like a it it, it has more. I don't know how to say it. like it's more textured, and then it's also more full. Because if you look at if you watch the '89 film, like that suit is kind of rough like especially if you watch it in 4k like it's very thick in parts and and uh this one right here I, don't zoom in on me because my camera's crap but um i don't know there was something about the way that the actual cowl fit the the mouth and and it looks like they've improved it it's it's honestly sh- uh shrink ray if i'm being honest um I'm excited that the the material is going to be. I think they said something along the lines of that they're going to make it more screen accurate or something like the actual material. Because right now I'm touching this one and it's kind of like that sticky. It's not necessarily sticky, but it's like kind of sticky to the touch, if that makes sense. 
Um, is that the figure and, or you? Not necessarily uh, sticky, but sticky to the touch. I think I got it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably me because uh, a couple hours ago. Never mind. Um, no. Wow. And uh, the body on this is kind of garbage because uh, you can like you know bend his arm and then it just. I guess the suit is pushing the body down. So hopefully that they improve that. Overall, I'm so excited. I was going to go with the deluxe version, but I think I'm just going to do the standard one. Honestly, I don't need that big yeah. thing. I already have a big thing. I'm just kidding. So um, I think it's very important also to mention this is not a reissue. This is what we would uh, consider a remake, yeah. uh, at least by my definition. Um, I've always considered, you know, the reissues when they don't make any changes, obviously here they are adjusting some things. Um, and I'm curious, uh, I'll, I'll answer this question first. Marco brought it up. Um, how, how we each feel Mark as well, how we each feel about, you know, the fact that this, they're, they're touching this character again. Um, again, I wouldn't necessarily call it a reissue. Um, for me, I, I think there was a comment. I'm trying to find it here. Um, that, that this movie, here we go. This movie is too valuable to never be touched again. And I, I think, I think vintage said it best there. Um, this is a, a phenomenon of a movie like this, this, you know, like Sam says, this was such a huge deal on the culture. When it came out, there was nothing like it ever. Uh, you're having a new generation of fans potentially being exposed to Keaton Batman through the flash movie. Uh, they're, they're eventually going to go back if they haven't yet seen it to revisit you know, the, these fantastic films. And I know there's some comments as well. We don't hate Keaton Batman. At least I don't. Um, he's not my favorite on screen Batman, but I do enjoy the films, right? Love the films. Manny, Manny's a big part of getting me to um, really enjoy these films with his passion for this character in this film films rather. And Zach, and I think that's one thing you could appreciate from us is that we're not going to pretend like we're like huge fans of this. Like, Oh, I'm so freaking excited. Like, we'll just tell you like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not our Batman, but we're still excited about the, yeah. Film. I mean, I'm, but I am excited, right? Looking at that trailer, I was like, fuck, that's awesome. Now, of course, in a way, you know, there are people that this is their definitive Batman, right? And they're going to pre-order this regardless. But if you like Michael Keaton and you're looking at this Batman and, and you know, the lead time on some of these figures, I would I would 100% recommend waiting. See what see what Flashpoint or the Flash movie comes out. Maybe he does so much crazy shit in that film that you're like, damn, I need to... That may be the Batman that I want. For some people, that might be the 89 Batman. Um, I, I think some of the improvements that they've made, I think one of the critical areas... I know uh, John had mentioned it um, back when we had shown the, the early photos of this was the cape... Um, I want to say that they've said that they're redesigning things, uh, but even back then, I don't think it looked particularly great on that display. I think that's 100% an issue that they need to fix. Um, but uh, for those that haven't answered it yet, um, what do you feel about this as a remake, uh, revisiting of the character? Um, I, I personally, I think it's great. I don't, you know, I, I buy my things to enjoy them. If I sell them down the line for more money, that's great. If I sell them down the line for what I paid for, that's great. Obviously, you know, no one wants to take a loss on this kind of thing. Um, but I'm curious, uh, you know, what, what Zach, you can think? I stop you really quick? Sure. Um, just just a little while ago, you said that he maybe he does some crazy stuff in in the Flash, and that'll make you want that version. And that is one of the things that when I watched the Batman, um, I, I was a fan of the way he, you know, at the end the way he like breaks through that glass and he's he, he's doing you know 
crazy like crazy stuff that you've never really seen Batman do, I guess, like you've never seen the 89 version do. Because in, uh-huh. in the 89 movie and Batman Returns, he's very, you know, he can barely move in the suit. There's no, like, CGI that's going to make him do all this stuff. And then we get the uh, the Flash trailer and you see him do everything that you only imagined and it's just like, wow. Like, I cannot wait to watch that movie. And uh, I don't know. I'm I'm so excited to, to, uh, to see Keaton back in it again. Man, he kind of tearing off of that this reissue just makes sense, right? Like Hot Toys does a bunch of shit that makes no sense. Like I think the tactical Batman that they are going to do a reissue of, that one was just kind of like, oh, okay, I guess because of the Zack Snyder Justice League thing, but it didn't feel right. This is like, okay, they're capitalizing on the hype of the Flash film. A lot of folks are like, okay, like I like that new suit, which I'm sure we're going to talk about and I'm sure we're going to get a version of, but I want that original one, right? I'm kind of in that camp. So like they're giving those folks an opportunity to get to get excited about a new film, but then also get the original um, figure. So it just makes a lot of sense. And the fact that they're also doing the Batmobile, it's like it feels like it feels like it's thought through. Unlike a few things that Hot Toys does every now and then. So I'm completely in favor of it, favor of it because it just feels right to me. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to be greedy and I'm going to hope for a uh, Joker reissue. I have the Mars Toys version, but if Hot Toys puts it up, 100%, 1000%, yes. I'm Fair a bit game. confused by John here. Um this figure should have been marketed as a Flash movie release, not 1989. And then he I mean, says we don't how know does this make sense? The suit is different in Flash. So I, I don't quite understand It's that, not John. branded as the Flash though. Yeah, John, hopefully like, we can get I you on know. next Tuesday. Um, I don't know if he goes back in time. There could be a flashback. Like, he goes way back. I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, Dean, what, what, what do you think? I know that you uh, you don't typically sell your figures, so uh, you don't have a lot of skin in the game on that regard, but yeah. Hot Toys revisiting a classic Batman. And obviously yeah, we'll talk I, about the Batmobile here in a second. I think it kind of goes back to what you said, especially with Batman. Um, you have a lot of new collectors... Uh, people now that have grown up with superhero films, uh, when was the first Iron Man? 2010? 2006, I think. It it was a long time ago. I mean, and even before that, you had the Spider-Man movies. So, I mean, people our age have been growing up with Superman or superhero movies. and. Yeah, and now you have people even younger that have grown up their entire lives with superhero movies every year, you know? And so it's like they're getting older, and then it's like, oh, okay, the new Flash movie, and they're like, wait, Michael Keaton was Batman? And they go back and watch it and fall in love with it all over again? You're going to have... That's going to happen all the time, always. Younger people going backwards and finding love for these things. Uh, Because if a movie's good, it doesn't matter how old it is. People are going to love it. So you have a lot of people that are growing up and now they have money because they're not kids anymore. It's like, I want this fucking Batman. And, uh, and you know, it's not their fault that they didn't buy it when it first came out. They weren't even born yet. They were fucking little sperms, you know? So I think it's cool. I think it's a, it's nice that new collectors have a chance to get something. And, um, I, I'm kind of with Mark and, and John, I understand it's frustrating, but like, it's like, of course they're going to revisit it. Like, it's one of the biggest movies ever, right? It'd be like, eventually, one day, they're going to they're gonna reissue a, a New Hope Luke Skywalker and Obi-Wan and, you know. Yeah. 
it's like it's gonna happen like <laughs> whether you like it or not it's going to happen Dean, yeah. 10 uh or, yeah maybe 10 years is probably a, a good enough time frame you know i mean we saw the problem with the mark five was like it was like fucking six reissues one after the other I was like god damn can you stop please but this yeah. one makes sense this absolutely makes sense and like manny said it's not a one-for-one one reissue it's retooled it's got new stuff I, I i honestly wouldn't call it a reissue i think it's just a 2.0 yeah. um, to kind of piggyback on your um it's you know it's awesome to have other collectors get like the same thing i think it's cool when like us in the in the chat like when um when we get a figure and it like kind of makes the other person want to figure like oh that's cool and then that other person will go get yeah. it and then you both have it and that's just something that you guys share and then you know it just you're looking at to see who else has posted oh, 100%. on Facebook I mean, and it's that's, like oh cool <laughs> that's how I met Zach yeah because uh, Rainer bought a, a one six scale Boba Fett from him and I was like fuck that's so cool I've never I've never seen anything like this and Zach showed us his collection. And I no, I had no idea what Hot Toys were, one six scale figures were. I had no idea, and I was like, I want, I want one of them. Well, it's <laughs> funny. That's, rewinding that just a bit, I I think you had had either gotten or were going to get a one six scale Boba Fett, and that's yeah, how the, we the, first talked. And then the we met in person. Yeah. yeah, we met in person after that. Again, in relation to Boba Fett, yeah. Nicolio says. Um, uh, the suit is on display in the Batcave in the Flash, so is the return suit and several new ones, but no, it should not be marketed as a Flash movie figure. Isn't this celebrating WB100? Uh, let's move forward again. we got 90 people watching. Appreciate you guys being here tonight. There's some shots there for Hot Toys compared to the movie by K1 Master. Now, the Batmobile, this one's coming in at $715. Uh, releasing in that same April to September uh, 2024 time frame. Uh, one notable exclusion from this version is the uh, 92 movie, The Shell, the little plastic shell that goes over the uh, Batmobile is absent. Uh, there's There's been some interesting stuff today already about this. Some stuff that I don't love to see um, in regards to this. Um, I'm not going to necessarily bring up any screenshots, but I know on, on uh, the Jazz Inc. Um, private Facebook group, there was a lot of posts being made already criticizing this version, which again, you know, that's, that's fair play. Um, but to see, you know, Yoast and some of the other guys really like circling things and nitpicking things just, just seemed like, you know, I mean, their competition, I get it. Um, and you want to try to keep those that ordered with you, but you know, can you imagine if every time we had a new competitor in, in podcasting or YouTubing, if we just, Oh God, if we just, started just criticizing everything this other guy was doing it's like just you have your version you know it is what it is they have their version and then collectors will decide which is better um and i and i do kind of want to get into that discussion a little bit because the price points on these are quite different i was gonna uh, say i bet the price point is very different too yeah 715 for this one you know probably plus another 80 dollars in tax you're looking at 800 probably plus 50 to 100 to ship so about 900 versus the Jazz Inc. one at seventeen sixty shipped. I don't think you pay tax on that, but you may have to pay value added tax afterwards. You know, there are some some more accuracies on the Jazz Inc. ones. Um I would say probably the construction might be a little bit better on the Hot Toys one. Um in terms of like the durability 
um, you know, just because they've been making these vehicles for a while. And, you know, I, I haven't really heard a lot of reports of of the 89, you know, this Batmobile having any major structural issues. One thing that I feel is maybe slightly disingenuous um, is that they have the Batman in the Batmobile. I've now this is supposedly a, a reissue. Now this is a true reissue right there. They haven't made any changes from what I understand. I've never, ever, 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 ever seen this Batman, which I guess, you know, maybe they have some added articulation to make this possible, but with the original release, I've never seen anyone get the Batman inside the cockpit. Uh, so maybe there is some, some new articulation that they've worked in some split shoulder designs, Dean, as it were. Uh, but yeah, the, if if it actually cannot do this, this would be incredibly misleading by Hot Toys. Well, didn't um, Manny say they they are retooling the suit? They they are retooling the suit, but I, I and maybe it's. Oh, you're talking about like it can't even fit physically. I don't know that you could bend it to like fit in with the original one. So unless they're doing some major Yo, retooling, I don't know. I'm I'm calling it right now. They're gonna do like what they did with the Hulkbuster and give you a a bust. Oh, of that would be. And he just fits in there. That would be really neat. Yep. I feel oh, like they would have solicited that already, though. Nah, um, they 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 nah nah nah. Trust me. Okay. The right. I like your optimism, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the the fifteen ninety nine for Jazz, and then on top of that, I think you have to add in. I think it's here. I have it pulled up here. Well, you have to consider the the putty also. So the trip to uh, uh, yeah. Hobby Lobby. Jesus, Manny. Two sixty for. Shipping and then probably like an import tax or something. Yeah, value added tax. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's let's take let. I, I do want you guys to be able to speak on the Batmobile, but I did want to not forget the poll that we have running. Um, so we'll put up a second poll for Jazzing versus Hot Toys. So, um, eighty-two percent love it on Hot Toys revisiting the eighty-nine Batman. Five percent hate it. Thirteen percent don't care. So we'll put up another question for you guys and appreciate uh, all the responses. Uh, Dean, seven fifteen, eighty nine Batmobile. That's that's expensive. Uh, for what you get, it's probably pretty good. Uh, to be fair, the size of that thing. That is my second favorite Batmobile of all time. Now it's yeah, so iconic too, like brilliant. Um, my favorite Batmobile is from the animated series. My man, um, Dean. Finally, there's one thing. Yeah, that we BTS, baby. I love that Batmobile so much. But this one, I remember growing up, like, thinking it was so fucking cool. That one's definitely inspired by this one, though, right? Like, they're both kind of that Art feel, Deco style. Yeah, yeah, very long, long nose, cool grill. Yeah. yeah. The fucking flame um, that comes out the back, dude. Yeah, I think this is really cool. Um, another one of those figures or accessories that just got crazy prices going for it. So I think it's cool to see. I, I, I was surprised when I saw Batman. I was like, oh, shit, okay. And then I was pretty much floored when I saw them put up the Batmobile. I was like, god damn, that's badass, dude, that they're doing both. So I, I love to see it, just to be fair. Yeah, so so I'm with you, Dean. Like, okay, this isn't necessarily my favorite Batmobile, but absolutely do love the design. It's so iconic. In terms of, 
so, so in terms of the price point, right, I feel pretty good about that price point. Yes, it is expensive. Yes, I understand the limitations of this Batmobile. I've heard folks that own it like, you know, it's just a big hunk of plastic, basically, from what they've said, but it looks really nice. I think that's all you really need it to do is look nice. This is kind of reminding me of the DeLorean situation, though, where, you know, Hot Toys came in at like a competitively, well, let's just say competitively priced version of the DeLorean. We know InArt's going to do one eventually, right? It's little more than a promise at this point, but we, we know that they keep teasing it. That's going to be significantly more expensive than the Hot Toys version, you would assume. And at that point in time, everyone's going to, you know, criticize every little detail that Hot Toys got wrong. But I think at the end of the day, you've got to decide, like, are you in it for the extreme premium version or just the moderately premium version? For me, I barely have space for these things as it is. So, I, you know, I've just kind of come to the fact or come to terms with the fact that I think the Hot Toys version is just kind of at that top of my price range. And I think it's good enough and it's going to be the representation um, that I'd want next to a figure. Um, and so, yeah, I'm very excited that they've, they didn't just tease it, that they've given us kind of both of these pre-orders in the same day. I think that was super smart because if they would have piecemealed it, probably would have given some folks like a little bit too much time to think about it. But the fact that they dropped them both at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm out of space, but that's a problem for future me to worry about. Not, not to promote that because it's kind of an irresponsible thing, but you know, I just uh, was really excited by these and really wanted both of them. Again, even though this is not necessarily my favorite Batman film, um, but I love the design. So definitely coming yeah. home. So Sam says, by the way, these options and the competition between companies is what we all dreamed of. It's here. We should enjoy that aspect. hundred percent. I think, I think, you know, I've always said it more choices for the consumer is, is fantastic, right? If you want, like Margo said, a good enough version that feels like it could be accurate to one six, you know, I know, I think it was doc put up some, um, like one of the museums that owns one of the original props, and supposedly when you do the math, the Hot Toys is actually correct to that scale. Obviously, there's many versions of a vehicle made for filming, you know, for different, you know, whatever is different scenes, different functionalities. Perhaps one is more accurate to the scale that the Jazz Inc. one is going for. But like Marco said, you know, if you if you want something that's, you know, maybe not, it is premium price point, but it's, you know, a little bit more reasonable. You can go with this one if you want something that's, um has a, a lot more accuracy, um at a more premium price point, you know, you have the Jazz Inc. one. And I think for collectors that, you know, up until a month ago really only had the choice of paying a few grand on eBay, this is fantastic, right? You can get one at retail for Hot Toys. Uh, I want to say uh, the original one was 630 Marco, do you mind if you could check the archives on the original Batmobile for I me? I got you. Um, or if you want to pay a little bit more and, and get that more accurate version. Um, looking at this, obviously, I think there are many things hot toys could improve on, but again, you're also paying about half the price. So, um, I, I think, I think it's great that we have options. I think it's great that hot toys did preserve a small amount of the integrity of the original release. They left out that plastic shell. Uh, but I, I think for collectors, I mean, this is, it's a golden age, right? We have competition for in our, for by hot toys, by jazz Inc. Uh, collectors can, can pick and choose the ones that they like the price points that they want to spend and the level of accuracy that they want to, uh, that they want to, uh, to pay for, uh, Moose Dream is saying it's 620. So yeah, so not six, not a terrible increase in price, about 90 bucks, uh, which is still much less than the premium price point that you would be paying on eBay. And I've seen 629.99 on the, uh, sideshow archives there. 
Okay. Uh, checking in with the poll, we got 32 votes. Hot Toys, 69%. Jazzing with a very respectable 31%. So, um, you know, definitely uh, definitely a lot of people that enjoy both. And, you know, I hope that both sets of collectors that uh, purchase whichever version that they are happy with what they choose. And, and again, I can't state this enough, but having choices, always much better than only having one choice. Uh, Mark Maney, what do you guys think about this? <coughs> Uh, real quick, the the intake in front of the rear wheel wheel rear wheel well doesn't that look really huge? Or is that just uh, me? This thing here in the front? No, the 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 back set of wheels. The the in I guess oh, it, it would okay. be an intake. Yeah, yeah. Does that yeah. hole look really big, or is that like a Valentine's Day sad Jeez. kind of situation? Well, you know? we'll have to get. Was back it that big work. before? I I don't remember it being that big. <laughs> Other than that, no, no, I I'm love looking it. At the price, right the price range actually, the price range is very exciting to me. No, I am getting this. If it's seven hundred dollars, I'm getting it. I, I need looks, to figure out how to get it shipped to me for seven hundred dollars because it looks by the time fairly accurate, tax, Mark. Well, hot to, uh, sideshow. They shipped the Delorean. I think it was thirty bucks. So, I mean, it's not that expensive. Shit. Well, Mark's getting it then. If I can get it for under eight hundred dollars at the at my door, I am getting it. This is my Batman. For you yeah. late thirty, anybody that's like thirty five and over, this has to be your Batman. This is my Batman. Does this have working LEDs? Um, because in all the shots that. it has lights. I wonder if it's yeah. going to be USB powered. Dean, if you want to go ahead and check that on Sideshow. Yeah, I haven't seen it. anything about it being does, USB. Does it show any of the cock? Like, because the cockpit has to pull back, right? <laughs> that the yeah, shell. Yeah, so the cockpit pull pulls the cock back. back a little bit. Yeah, pull the cock back. Does it show a cock? Cock back pull. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, showing you can, inside. Yeah, there's all the details. Yeah. There. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Jesus. Oh hell yeah! Uh, no, I'm getting. I'm getting it. If I can get it, a shit uh, to my house for under eight hundred dollars, let's go. You get a you get a cock pool for under eight hundred bucks. So obsession. Yeah. It's the Batmobile supposedly. From from what I've seen on the groups, this is a uh, like a straight reissue. I don't think that they're making any changes from the past version, minus so, minus not having that plastic shell. So, so I just had to look at I don't reviews. Wanna... Okay. There you go. I don't want to promote false hope because I think there's a very small chance that this would happen. But with the DeLorean, we know that they've got some competition. So by the from the original solicitation to the final product, they did make some improvements. So I wouldn't be shocked if we saw some improvements, but definitely we shouldn't expect that. If you're going to pre-order, you should expect as is with all the fine details that are on there. It says yeah, LED light-up, headlights, taillights, jet engine, and dashboard panel power operated that's all it says so one thing you know if it is just uh triple a or double a whatever uh Equan says it's three triple a yeah. you can buy on amazon they're called uh dummy batteries and it's like one battery and then like a bunch of filler batteries and it basically plugs into your wall and just provides a permanent source of power for you know whatever you're lighting I don't know that that would be the safest thing to do. I've done it on stuff and hadn't seen any negative issues, but I don't hear anyone yelling at me in, you know, October, 2024 that their shit got nuked from that. But, um, Manny, is this, is this something that's tempting you? Is this, is this on your radar? Dude, I'm so tempted, but I have no room. Um, it, 
if we get a house by next year or whenever this is released, I will definitely consider it. But um, it's gorgeous. I never got the original one because I'm not, you know, a dummy. I'm not going to pay thousands of dollars for it. Um, And for anyone out there who is like, I don't know, maybe who was on the fence of, I don't know whether to get the Hot Toys or the Jazz Ink one. I say just get the Hot Toys. Uh, No one's going to come to your house with the measuring tape and... Let me see if this is true one six scale. You know, it's uh, save yourself a couple hundred bucks, get the hot toys. And again, if I have room for it um, next year, whenever this comes out, I'll definitely pick it up. This is exciting. I did go to Zach's house with the measuring tape to make sure it was three inches. And yeah, to the ah, to there the you team. go. Well, it shrunk a little bit. It's two inches now. It was cold. It was, it was like a little three. cold. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. But really, um, legitimately, if we're being honest, you can get Batman in the Batmobile for around probably eleven hundred dollars shipped. And the Jazz Inc. would be, what, $1,900 just for the Batmobile? Zach can 3D print the, the bust, right? Yeah. 1760 uh, Probably, honestly. Maybe. Zach's Wonderland, baby. We'll see. I don't know if I want to paint it, though. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on here. So we have some great deals for you guys. Um, we're not sponsored by these companies, but... <clears throat> excuse me. If you want to... Um, Hang on. Aaron Grove says Jazz Inc. has potentially an automatic opening cockpit and smoke coming out of the back with flame. Well, that would be, um, if that happens, that would be cool. But again, um, I want to say those type of upgrades depend on how many people order. Or keep. I order, have so. I have flames coming out of my car, but it's because I need an oil change. Wow. Uh, we do have some great deals from you guys from 1-6 Kit. You can save $10 off your purchase on 1-6 Kit using code CW10. That's a one-time use code. And then off the racks collectibles, uh, $15 off your $100 or more purchase with code CW. Uh, just note, if you are using it on a pre-order, the discount only comes off the final payment, not the deposit. Um, so Ben had this great idea. Um for a discussion about the yo-yo waitlist. So uh, his example was Chromando had gone waitlist full and then came back to pre-order Green Goblin and the glider, same thing. Uh, even statues that I've been looking at, the um, premium format Dark Knight Returns was on waitlist. Uh, it's now back up for pre-order. Um, do these um, yo-yo waitlists or threats of you know selling out soon or whatever, do they affect your pre-orders? And, and I've, I've, been in conversations with other people in other groups and um you know people will be like hey just a heads up this is going out of stock and i'll comment like i don't believe it you know get a bunch of laugh reacts but i'm curious do you guys really take stock in these um announcements or these like blue screens and stuff one thing that really fucking pissed me off to be honest going to 100 real quick the Gandalf the White on Sideshow was on blue screen, which means it's technically like at that low sock threshold where you can only save it in your cart for a few minutes. It made me pre-order a second one. Not made me, but it kind of was like, damn, like I don't want to miss out on a second one. I pre-ordered it. Uh, when I checked it last, it was on pre-order open with no blue screen. I ended up canceling the order and getting my deposit back. But um, I would say in that in that sense, yeah, absolutely. The fact that it was at that low stock level made me do a pre-order and got bamboozled by it. It's back up to, to regular regular order status. Um, Dean, what, what, what do we think here? I know you don't typically pre-order a lot. Yeah, I don't really let uh, that kind of stuff um, convince me to order unless it's like a third party because 
those are usually much smaller numbers in terms of like the quantity that's out there. Cause I've found, you know, how long have we been collecting six scale Zach? Um, 2017. Yeah. Um, I only own five figures, but it's been 2017. Yeah. That's such a stupid, I've owned like a hundred figures in five years. I just don't own a hundred currently. Yeah. Um, I've found that if you really want something, you can find it and maybe you'll pay a little more than like you're comfortable with, but like they're rarely ever really sold out on sideshow. And it's like, they'll go to like low stock and then like out of stock. And then like, I don't know, like a month later, I'll just be like new stock alert. It's like, okay, I guess like, so I've just found that just not get bamboozled by that kind of stuff. Um, and there have been a few times where I haven't and I got screwed. But the amount of times that I haven't gotten screwed outweighs the number of times that I did. So I still don't really pre-order anything. How about you, Marco? Yeah, it has changed my habits a little bit. Like, I wouldn't say significantly, but if there are figures that I know, like, for sure I don't want to miss out on, um, it's kind of hard to parse out, like, what is true and like what you know maybe like a bit of false scarcity either by sideshow or hot toys i'm still a bit unsure but like for instance the you know the batman figures and the the batmobile from today it's like okay i'm just not certain where this market's going to be at in 2024 um and i don't want to take any chances so i'm going to pre-order again i've said like multiple times on on streams if i can lock in you know no sales tax hopefully free shipping or, or pretty reduced shipping um, then it's like, okay, I feel comfortable putting in a pre-order now um, and just kind of seeing what happens. I'm still not convinced that there's not going to be significant discounts. Like, for instance, on the Batmobile when it comes out, it could end up being a Tumblr situation where we see it for 20% off because it's so big that folks are like, okay, it looks cool, but I don't know what where I'm going to put it. And then, you know, it's uh, Hot Toys overproduces it. So I haven't ruled that out yet. That being said, again, I've, I've changed my habits a bit because I don't want to miss out if it if in fact these things are going to be more rare moving forward it would be a bummer if there was something that I really wanted that I had to pay you know a significant amount more to obtain um, I, I'm having a hard time seeing that that scenario is going to come true for most figures um, but for certain ones I'll just take the plunge and do it but I would say definitely stay patient don't panic buy anything really make sure that you're only doing this for figures that are like at the absolute, you know, top of your list and everything else. Um, I think just stay patient on, and we're probably going to continue to see deals still a lot of economic uncertainty. So who knows by 2024, the, the world economy could be in the toilet and a lot of folks may be out of the premium collectible game or at least paused on it. So yeah, I think, uh, don't let it impact your spending too much. God, someone please talk. Oh, is it on me? Okay, Jesus yeah. Smart. Now I'm 100 with Marco. Like uh, talking about pre-orders, the only couple of figures I have on pre-order right now, I think, is the Padme and the Scarlet Witch. Because I'm borderline perverted, but at the same time, it's like it's, just, it's stuff you don't want to miss out on. It's when you, we're, we're talking about pre-ordering, it's like stuff you have to have. So then, uh, certain figures, I'm I'm always like willing to wait on 
but at the same time, all this shit goes right back up. So it's it's just a it's it's a business model that they're using to just make people fucking pre-order, which I refuse to do. But I have to have my Padme and I have to have my uh, Scarlet Witch, like the Batman. I have to have the Batman, but I'm not going to pre-order it. So, Mark is right on that sense. It's just tough. It's tough, man. It's a, it's a tough go when you're ordering something that's going to be arriving in a year and a half. You know, if that. And yeah. allocating funds. Yeah, I I agree with Dean because he said, you're you're you'll always like be able to find it. Like if it sells out on Sideshow, you can go to Big Bad Toy Store and they might still have it. Exactly. Or walk into your. Um, you know, local comic store, and and they'll have it, and for a discount—not not, not a discount, but like maybe sometimes you don't have to pay tax or whatever, uh, free shipping. But um, I, I think you'll hey, always. Manny, get you know, it. I think that's what hurts me is there's no good local comic shops over here. Mm-hmm. Everywhere that I found that sell it sells them sells them at a crazy markup. So yeah. if I had that local connection, I think I'd be more willing to just buy. Okay, dude, they'll, they'll get me anytime yeah. you need me. Uh, let me let me know. I'll I'll, I'll go get it Ooh, for you okay. and I'll ship okay. it to you. Sounds yeah, good, but I, it's you. just, I don't think, I don't know, unless they've changed their business practices, like maybe they did do something different where they only have like a certain amount coming. Um, I don't know. It, it could be very possible. That's why if I really want it, I'll pre-order it. Like I'm probably going to do the 89 probably tonight, um, but I have the Batman pre-ordered and just stuff that I really want. Uh, I think I also have a C-3PO, the, uh, the clone... What is that little the little battle droid? That one I pre-ordered that one because I'm Uh Yeah, so if I if I really want it, I'll pre-order it. But I don't know. I, I kind of don't believe they're sold out. At least not now. They'll be around for sure. And Zach, yeah. we had some listener comments on the Batman yeah. stuff, right? I need to bring yeah, I need to bring that back up. Sorry about that. <laughs> let's let's rewind back to Batman. Let me uh, let me get these slides going again. Uh, so. Going back to Batman and the Batmobile uh, on Auxiliary this morning, we asked for some listener feedback. Uh, Waz says, I think it's great for collectors. This was, of course, about them bringing it back. Uh, Waz says, I think it's great for collectors, especially since the figure itself isn't a complete re-release. I feel the improvements are enough to justify this release. I have the old version, and this one looks so much better, in my opinion. The Batmobile does, though... Uh, seem like a straight reissue. I don't collect figures anymore, but for the Batmobile, I'd get both figure and a vehicle. Terry says, as long as we get an older version from the Flash, I am good. Uh, Shane says, I'll give you a comment, Zach, if that is your real name. Just kidding. It's an obvious comment. Uh, this is a straight reissue, or is it a 2.0? Jazz Inx is longer and apparently a true 1.6 scale, while this is 100 centimeters or less and not true 1.6 scale and has many inaccuracies. However, it is around the 750 mark, so my point is that either you can go cheaper and accept those inaccuracies or pay $1,500 for the more accurate version. Anthony says, I like this figure a lot. It looks pretty good. I know Hot Toys is going to wait for everyone to order this one, then, then announce a new version from the Flash movie. Ryan says, I have the 89 version, but I'll take another one with the dial base. Pleased for people to get a chance to finally own this. Uh, Jimmy James says, definitely picking this up. I have the OG, but don't mind another one. Batmobile, I never picked up, so I'm planning to get this one. Also on YouTube, we put up a uh, questions thing. So if you have any questions you want us to answer... Um, I don't quite understand how that works, but you can, you can leave us questions and we'll answer them. I guess when we can, it's a new thing for us. So we're trying to figure that out. Um, going back to the yo-yo wait list. Yeah. I think you guys have all made great points. And, um, uh, Sam says, does anyone remember the last hot toys figure they missed out on? I don't think I've ever been on a wait list that converted 
that I'm sorry that that didn't convert or just went straight to sold out. And I'm curious what you guys, uh, if you guys have that as well. I think the last one was maybe, um, oh gosh, Director Krennic. I think he sold out before he actually was in stock. And then I was on wait list and ended up having to get him on the secondary market. But that's the only example that I can honestly remember. Definitely. Um, anyone else? No, no, no. Okay, let's move on. Uh, so this was a thing that happened and I wanted to ask, um, I know Dean, we've had many, many dramatic moments in our friendship. Um, <laughs> yeah. So all your, well, so, um, this weekend, my PC was like, yo, I have critical updates I need to do required critical updates. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Then it popped up when I was restarting the computer. I didn't really read it like a dingus. And so it took a long time, like way longer than a normal update should take. And I was like, damn, that must have been pretty critical if it's taken this long. And I, and I hopped back on my computer and I was like, wow, everything looks so modern. Like, why does it look so weird? And I'm like messing around and I'm like, oh no, oh no, I think I know what happened. And sure enough, Windows updated to Windows 11. And boy, it was terrible. So That's good, right? Was, that's a new one. That's the new one, but it's fucking terrible. So immediately I'm like, fuck, how can I undo this? So fortunately, Windows has like a button that you can press or it reverts everything back to Windows uh, 10. Thank God. But boy, it fucked my shit up bad. Like... Basically, from Saturday, like, at 8 to, like, Sunday at 10, one of my drives somehow got corrupted in the update slash downgrade, so I lost a lot of data that was on there. All of, like, my shortcuts for, like, all the things that we do for the show, like the thumbnails or, like, the, you know, like the, I call them assets, all of those are God knows where, if not gone, I have to re-download them. Um... Like OxPD just stopped working the mod. Um, my Steam couldn't even find the game. Um, it was awful, and it was to that point where I was like, "Bro, I don't know if I want to like deal with um, doing all this shit again." And thankfully, I had a lot of the data backed up, so I was able to restore it by like Sunday night. But I was up till like four in the morning just trying to like get this shit to work. And honestly, if, if we hadn't had stickers coming out with OxPD, that, that would have been a wrap. I, would, I was just like done with that show at this point. And, um, you know, not only that, but I mean, there's been times where, where I've wanted to quit, right? Like, you know, just things come up or just these, these things that we have to overcome. But this weekend was the first time in a long time that I've ever wanted to quit something that we do. Not the main show, obviously. I, you know, I've wanted to quit that once or twice, but... Um, boy, <laughs> boy, it was Ox plays was about to end this weekend. Cause that shit was fucking pissing me off. So fortunately I've been able to, I think, find a way to prevent my computer from ever doing that again. But man, it was, it was absolutely awful. Sam says, don't fuck with Ox PD Zach on break my heart. Yeah. I think I got it working now. I, I, it's like 95%. Hey. I just need to, uh, <laughs> kind of test it a little bit more. Yo, Zach, if, if, if OxPD did die, I think I spoke with Sarge a month ago. He said he's a, uh, he has his hands in many professions. 
So, uh, you know, I don't know. There you go. There I'm you go. Rude. You love to hear it. You love to hear it. Well, well fortunately, I've, I don't think it's dead yet. Um, I want to knock on wood, though. But I, I booted it up. Everything seemed to work. But I haven't had a chance to really play it, you know, really test it out. Um, but, Dean, have you... I guess the question is, TLDR, have you ever wanted to quit content creating or quit a oh. portion of the content that you create? Yeah. Um, Tell me why. Just, um, I don't know. <laughs> just been a few times where... Uh, Badfish, shout out to Badfish. Badfish talked me down. I was like, bro, I don't know. What the, he's really good with Steam, so I, I put it in the Patreon chat. I was like, I need a Steam expert, and he was able to help me figure it out. So shout out to Badfish. Okay. Also, what an angel. He's a, such a what good a guy. guy. He's a good cowboy. <sighs> Billy Badfish. Billy, Billy Badfish. Made me some bad fish one time. Yeah, there have been a few times where Zach and I, you know, were kind of like the management of Collecting Weekly. And if someone has an issue, they come to us. And a lot of the times they don't like the resolution that we come up with. And it creates way more problems. And, you know, you can't, you can't make everyone happy. And it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, that's what being, I don't want to sound like I'm tooting our horn, but like, that's what being a leader is, is making shitty decisions when, you know, nobody else wants to. Normally, if you can make everyone just a little unhappy, that's a win. That's probably, yeah, that's probably a win. Because you can't, you just can't please everybody. And those people, you know, come to you with a problem, but they don't really have a solution in mind either. They just want you to make it better. And you're like, I this is what I could do. And a lot of times they don't like it. And it makes just dealing with everything such a fucking headache. And it's been a long time since we've had a situation like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's been rough a few times and where even if it's like, like Zach said, between the two of us, it's gotten to that point. And, you know, luckily we, we're friends first, and so we have that to fall back on. But um, when it comes to you know running this channel, there's a lot of people on the channel that we met on the channel, and it's like we're friends now. But that's you know it's it's just a different relationship. I think it's kind of hard to describe. But I think Zach knows exactly what I'm talking about. One one time that comes to mind, and Manny, you were there for it. And I, I know that you're probably frustrated also. Um, so we have the Patreon slide. And there was a point where the two columns wasn't working. We we're very fortunate. We had to go to three columns. And it was like, let's let's redesign this. Like, how do we want this to look? How do we want this to work? And, I mean, it was like, I was asking, like, I need to figure out this problem. And everyone was like, let's figure out these other problems. And it's like, no, I just I just need to know... <laughs> Like, how do we go from two to three columns and keep it clean? I'm not talking about redesigning Patreon logos, redesigning everything. Like, that's all I need. And it was like three hours of, and eventually Manny was like, let me just do it. And, you know, got us to where we are now. But it's like, fuck, like that's, eventually we yeah. got to the point where it's like, when there's graphic stuff, we just ask Manny. Manny's the guy. Dude, there were, there were some times where I had to jump in and be like, can you just answer his question? 
And if, if I'm jumping into the chat angry, someone fucked up. Because I'm the most chill individual on the planet, I think. And I let, you know, a lot of shit slide. You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty jolly guy. Usually when people have a problem, they'll come to me instead of Zach because I'm a little nicer. Because, you know, Zach does yeah. a lot of shit. He doesn't have time to fuck around. That's kind of what I'm here for, right? It's like good cop, bad cop. I'm the yeah, bad or like cop mom and dad. Case. Like you go to, you don't go to dad. I'm He's the bad cop dick, here. Right? <laughs> and and so, by the way, we're not saying this to roast our our peers yeah, yeah. on the network. No, it's no, just, no let's start a, a roast. It's a fun. So Rainer, I'm just kidding. It's a, it's a, fun, <laughs> it's a fun topic because I was so beaten yeah. down by this. Yeah, that's why I haven't weekend. named any names. But yeah, yeah. If if I'm jumping in the chat to chastise someone over Zach because I give Zach the most shit. Zach will ask a simple question or say something, and I I immediately start making fun of him. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel really bad for Zach, and I let him get away with a lot of shit because I'm a dick <laughs> to Zach. But like, if I have to come in to defend Zach, somebody is acting a fool. <laughs> and there have been a few times where I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I don't even want to do this. <laughs> yeah, it's been a wild ride. Uh, Marco. What about you? Have there been any moments? No, I I think about quitting all the time, honestly. Um, You know, the reason why I got into like creating a podcast or being on YouTube um, was, you know, just to talk with Gigi just about figures. And then, um, oh, and here she is. Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, Gigi. I didn't know you'd be home yet. Um, No. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, you know. So, so very much like in a comedic way is how our channel is intended, right? Like I never like positioned myself to be an expert in anything because I'm still so new at all this. So I really enjoy being able to chat with you all and, and like learn from everyone. Um, so that's really the position that I like to be at in the in the community. But if I ever feel like I'm not contributing anything positive or adding anything new to the conversation, that's what's exhausting to me because I'm like, oh, okay, you're just just another voice, just another talking head at this point. You're not actually contributing anything helpful to the community. And so that's kind of what makes me want to hang it up. Like, because I enjoy watching the streams, honestly. Like, I enjoy watching the streams more than I enjoy being on them. And so, you know, there's been just many times, and especially with Gigi being busy, where it's like, okay, I, you know, maybe I'll just sit back and just watch and, uh, you know, participate through the chat. So definitely has crossed my mind many times. Um, but then, you know, a great figure drops and then you're reinvigorated and you want to chat with your friends about it. And uh, yeah, it's like those streams where we have a lot of fun and we crack each other up. Then it's like, okay, this is why you do it. And it kind of gives you a new energy and a new lease on the streaming life. How about you, Mark? Yeah, it's it's crazy because you don't respect the podcast, you know, medium until you're kind of like into it a little bit because there's life gets in the way big time. So the fact that collecting weekly is weekly, you know, cause I've, I've, I've watched a lot of podcasts that came and I was really excited for them. They were really good. And they, they just left, you know what I mean? Because people, it, it became too much life gets in the way. So for collecting weekly to be weekly, for as long as it has, it, it's amazing. And I, I've, I've tried to put my foot in, in the podcasting so much, and I'm, you know, I'm like the bastard redheaded child. You know, I, it's, I, I feel like, you know, it's like, oh, they, they, you know, I feel like a charity every time I come on. Like right now, I'm on the big channel. 
You know what I mean? It's like, oh, look, they let the they let the kid with the balloon in. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, I fucking love it. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's hard. Life gets in the way. You know what I mean? I expected, you know, me and the wife, you know, I thought we were going to bump uglies. But, you know, I, I had a chance to be on the big channel, so... What a guy. I gotta wait a day or two now, I, I guess. You, I don't know. <laughs> Sam says, I'm sure Zach does the majority of the work putting the show sheet together. That's what I always assumed. Uh, we all we all have a hand in, in the prep during the week. On Tuesdays, there'll be a point where I call it, and it's like, okay, we need to start assembling, um, you know, the, uh, the inf- we have to kind of start digesting the information that we have into something that resembles a show. Some weeks we do it better than others, um, and so Zach's always uh, the, oh, real quick. Zach's always the big, the grown up in the room in that situation. Zach does so much work behind the scenes that people don't see. There's always a lot more work than people don't see. So, how just, much is he paying both of you there. to put these comments out there? A lot of money. I'm just there's curious. a large PayPal payment hitting Mark's account. <laughs> yeah. So, um, however. Um, there will be times like today, Marco and Ben both did a lot of the pre-show prep for me, like helping me assemble and kind of make sense of a lot of information. So yeah, it's, it's not just a me thing. Um, Dean and John have stepped in many times also. So yeah, it's, it's a group effort to basically take that week's worth of news and organize it and compile it and do all that stuff. Um, Manny, you've, you've been with us. Uh, I mean, really since the beginning, um, Tell us, uh, have, have there been times where you've wanted to quit what you do? You're, you're our graphics guru, uh, as we say. No, not really. I mean, I think you have to check your ego at the door. Like, you know, as soon as you hit live, like, everything, you know, keep it checked. Can you checked. say that one more time for <laughs> I didn't hear you. Oh. No, um, I mean, obvi- honestly, like, if if you've been here, you know, since Collecting Weekly started, if you're still, like, maybe not every week, but if... You know, if you're on here on a regular basis, um, it pr- it just shows that you have thick skin because when you hit stop, like nobody is safe. And I'm a professional pot stirrer. Like if I see something going on, I'll jump in there and give my two cents and then I'll jump out and just everyone will be all crazy. And um, but yeah, it's, I, I don't think I've ever wanted to quit. I mean, there's no I in team like when I'm designing something and and you guys are like, well, can we have it like this? And I'm like, sure, like. I mean, I'm not going to think of everything, you know, so uh, it's it's nice to to have a team going where we have some cool stuff for um, for OFAC and, you know, like nobody asked me to do that. I jumped in and I said, you know, let me do it. So I'm pretty excited for you guys to see that. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Have we uh, not seen it? I'm excited. I think so you've seen it. That'll oh, probably no, not, not be the... Probably a couple April. months. Yeah, yeah, April sticker. Yeah, yeah. so it's exciting. Um, Vintage says, I really appreciate what you guys do. I listen to just about everything on the channel, and I know it takes a lot of energy. Also, Mark is killing me. Um, yeah, so I, I was just curious. I hit that low point, so I wanted to, you know, we kind of come on here, and it's kind of like happy-go-lucky, but I wanted to bring in, like, hey, this shit can be stressful sometimes, and 
Thank you guys for sharing your experiences. And uh, I will we'll, say, you know, I was giving you shit, but yeah, the, the shows don't just come together by themselves. Like it takes such an incredible amount of prep time that you do um, and that like everyone contributes on, but you, you need that quarterback that really like cares to pull everything together. And yeah that, yeah, that can definitely be stressful. I know from experience and from helping Zach every now and then. Yeah. Thank you, by the way, you were a tremendous help tonight. Um, so let's, let's, let's end our toy talk tonight on a on a high note um unexpected gold right you you perusing the shelves of walmart you're perusing bst you find a figure you buy it you're not thinking much of it and it just fucking blows you away i almost wanted to call it like um god why do i keep in that button gateway figures like you buy a figure and it gets you to like start looking into other figures uh, for me, the Metroid Samus by Jax, this is one of their new World of Nintendo figures. Such an amazing figure. Um, got me back into playing the games. Uh, picked up Metroid Dread uh, from a buddy. And now I'm looking at the Figma stuff, looking into the first four figures stuff. I mean, I, I'm, in, I'm in deep. Uh, and I'm curious, Marco, I know you said you had one off the top of your head. And Dean, I know you've had others recently. Uh have you guys had figures lately that are just like completely unexpectedly blow you away? Yeah. So, so I can't think of any recent examples, but one that always is top of mind because I thought it looked cool when I saw the initial photos, but didn't have a lot of hype is that Punisher war machine. Um, getting that in hand, it's just such a cool figure. Um, just everything from like the paint applications to like the weathering to just the design of it. I'm not very familiar with the property, the, the mobile game property, but I love that concept that the Punisher would have an Iron Man or War Machine armor. Um, and that's honestly been one of like my favorite figures. Like it just looks so good when you have it like lit nicely, all the little silver and black bits like shine so so perfectly. I guess it doesn't hurt that I'm a Raiders fan. So that silver and black is kind of where my heart is. I know, I know. Um, so yeah, so that's one that just like continuously uh, stays at the top of like some of my favorite figures. Even when I get new stuff in, it's like, um, yeah, it's still one that's still legitimately great. Uh, how about you, Dean? Yeah, there've been a few where I've gotten them and I've just been like, damn, this is a lot cooler than I thought it was going to be. Um, nothing that's kind of made me get into a line that I wasn't already kind of into, but two figures recently that surprised me the most. I thought I'd get them. They'd be cool. And I would just have them in my collection because I wanted them in my collection, but the Clone Wars Ahsoka Tano and the Bo-Katan Hot Toys are arguably some of the best figures that I've gotten almost ever. Um, they just have a really beautiful build quality and presence about them. They're just so good that I was like, Oh shit. Like, I don't just like this. I love this. Like, this is brilliant. Um, but one figure that stands out and I actually don't own it anymore. Mom, I told someone that I loved them on Valentine's Day. Oh, who was it? Oh, it was one of my dolls. <laughs> yeah, both girls. Uh, both gals. Yeah. <laughs> Two special gals in my life. Yeah. Um, one one figure that really... And I, Zach, I think you checked it out too. And you were like, oh yeah, this is cool. The Hot Toys Briarios uh, from oh, yeah. Appleseed. 
it was like nothing I've ever seen Hot Toys make before or since. It was just really good and well done, well executed. It wasn't on your typical six scale body. It was all complete unique sculpting because he's a really big guy. Um, yeah, it was just re like totally blew me away. But I'm one of those guys that like, I need both figure. Like I need, I can't just have one figure from a thing. I need like a companion figure and it just never came out. So I ended up selling that figure, but yeah, those are, those are some in recent memory that really blew me away. I have Bogaton right here too. She's so good. Damn. Looks so good. I want it. Dude, you got to get it. If you guys don't have Bogatanya, get it. <laughs> um, for me, I don't know if, if this counts, but um, I kind of bought this on a whim. And I used the CW code on 1-6 kit. Uh, it's the Muff Toys. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Muff Toys Batman um, accessory kit, the head sculpt. When I first got it, I mean, I, I still play with it to this day. Like, I cannot put this thing down. It is It, it took a figure uh that was a five at the you know best to a 20 it is amazing and that like just makes me want more like mafex and stuff like because i think i prefer mafex over figure arts um but like if you can get this accessory kit for like 70 80 bucks it's 100 percent worth it it's for the uh, mcfarland batman i love it so that's mine looks cool what about you mark uh yeah, as much as I always hate on Marvel Legends because I think they're overpriced because they use too much resculpts kind of thing. But I uh, picked up a bunch of the X-Men, the VHS tape, like the animated cartoon ones. And I, man, I, to I, I totally dig it. I totally, I, I fell in love completely. And I, bu I bought all of them. And then I found out that they're canceling the line and they're going to do the animated Spider-Man. So it's it's kind of heartbreaking. So I'm um, I'm going back and I'm trying to get cer certain figures because this like a lot of those it shows how much people love them because like the Psylocke is like a hundred and some dollars you know what I mean a lot of those kind of figures are like really expensive that they didn't really release but I bought all of them so I'm I'm going back and I'm trying to get a the the best version of the animated X Men I can because they're getting ready to come out with them. Uh, supposedly, you know, Disney Plus is supposed to be coming out with an X-Men animated version that uh, continues that line. But And it's one of those things, because I've always hated the Marvel Legends because a lot of the bodies, it's, you know, the, they have the those pins. They're a lot of, it's like a, a lot of molded colors, you know, a little bit overpriced. They have horrible builder figures, but... That VHS ones, I I love, and I I I bought all of them recently, and then I just found out that they're not going to make anymore. So it's you know it's a little hard. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, let's uh, let's move on here. So the Flash, the new trailer dropped. Uh, Marco, I'll let us I'll let you take us through some of these photos here, but lots of Hot Toys potential uh, with some of these different characters that were announced. Obviously, we haven't seen the trailer yet. We're going to talk about it, so up to you guys. If you guys want to stay or not, appreciate you guys for being here up to this point. Uh, but what do we got here, Marco? 
Yeah, so a lot of incredible shots from this trailer, like a film that was definitely much, definitely in the air of if it would ever come out or not. And it seems like James Gunn and team are kind of tying this into the overall universe to like, like pay respects to what came from the Zack Snyder kind of universe to uh, where they're going in the future. So a few really cool shots here of, it looks like a big battle against Zod and you kind of see the Flash Flash's suit and how it's stored in the ring. So um, really great Hot Toys potential there. If you want to go to the next slide, um, there's some additional Flash concepts there. So he's kind of got like this, you know, yellow piping in there as well. But if you see at the bottom left, it's also kind of static. So I don't know, Hot Toys could do some really cool stuff here. I'm not sure if they'd be able to pull off, you know, beyond maybe like a, a, a black light like they do with the, Bla the Black Panther stuff. But um, a lot of like dynamic looks here for Flash. Um, and then uh, if you wouldn't mind going to the next slide here, um, they've got Ben Affleck's Batman coming back, at least for a beginning portion. And so we've yeah. got this blue and uh, gray, which is obviously a classic look. Now, I don't necessarily love the sports bra look of yeah, that, the picture on the left. That, that kind of threw me off. It's like, if you're wearing armor, why do you have so much holes in your armor? But man, seeing the blue and gray on screen, oh my God, that that's exciting to me. This it's about time, yeah. And I know some folks are going to be upset that it's on Affleck's Batman, but that's one that I enjoy. So it's cool to, to have him back. I mean, that'll be really easy to do a head cape swap on a different, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, you probably a, need the. Well, take a BBS saying, Batman and take the cape and cowl from this. If they release this figure and put it on that one, and then you have gray and blue. Yeah. I, in fact, I'd probably be primed for third party companies also to just make that. Yeah. Also, we don't know if that's like the final look. Like it could be something that he's wearing when he's riding the bike or something, and maybe those yeah, portions yeah. come off. But this oh, is true. this yeah. is badass. I can't wait for this. Right. Yeah, yeah I like um, the look of it anyway. And I will I say, tr no doubt about it. And Tremble Dust is saying, um, "Again, had nothing to do with the Flash. It was the old Warner Bro Warner Brothers regime." Um, it's going to use it as a way to soft reboot the DCEU. I guess that's what I was alluding to. This is a film that's been in the can for a while that I'm sure that they've recut so that it kind of takes us in the direction of where the universe is headed now. So it seems, I mean, the, the concept is there. Um, so we saw, obviously, um, Keaton's Batman with various, like, with a hull of armor here. Now, I don't know if Hot Toys would do this, but um, we've got, uh, you know, allusions to everything from a, you know, year one proto suit to like his version of the desert suit that we see Ben Affleck um, in, in the nightmare sequence, or at least that's kind of what it jumps out as. So, you know, if, if they gave us a hall of armor, this would be pretty cool. What do you guys think of this? Yeah, dude, that the one on the far left, that's uh that's the 66 logo. Um, that, that's pretty cool. And then, and then right next to that one is, is his version of the blue and gray, which, uh, Oh my God, I can't wait. Imagine if they whew, imagine that one on him. That'd so fucking excited! This this shot is so cool. Shout out to Joel for um, sending us this this photo here. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, Nito says sending a lot of love from the Greiton channel. Look at that. Thanks, buddy. So so if Ezra Miller Jumbo. wasn't uh, Flash, would this movie be out already or? It's hard to say, though, because there's been so much like turmoil with the DCEU stuff. Even if Ezra Miller, even if they hadn't been in all this trouble, it still might have been uh, shelved. So 
it it just feels like the perfect film for them to kind of pluck off from what we've heard it seems to be like pretty well done that's why they're continuing to keep it alive and with all the time travel stuff you could easily shoehorn in ending up in the you know the correct universe eventually or having him stranded in a, a different universe so you could do a lot of things with this Um, and if you wouldn't mind going to the next one, Zach. Yeah, sorry. Um, I guess we're this we're being plugged by another channel here. Look at this. Um, what up, Marco? I need I need your Espanol here, my friend. We'll call Gigi in here. Uh, but this wow. says hello, dudes. Greetings from channel La Cueva de Griton. Okay. Wow. Gigi, come translate for us. But yeah, hey, congratulations so for, uh, for oh, this yeah. bombing here. They're also live right now. What's I'm up, so confused. Look, let's look at. Hang on, I, I gotta. I'm distracted now. So yeah, th- this is this guy here. Oh my goodness! And <laughs> I guess I'm so confused. I will oh, say so. I'm so sorry. I'm so white. Oh, he's watching <laughs> us right now. I'll subscribe to your channel. Let's watch but him man, I watching am us. So white. Yeah. I need, <laughs> yeah, I need explanation. Right so I will say that I've watched his interviews. So he'll do English and Spanish interviews. And I want to say that he had um, John from InArt on. And so I watched yeah. his full interview. Really, really cool, like, dynamic guy. So I yeah, kind of feel go, funny. Go check it out. You play our video, and we'll play your video. And we'll be <laughs> in real time playing each other's videos. <laughs> Let me take off my headphones. I don't want to get <laughs> well, brain on. damage. He's from La Cueva de Griton. Hey. I'm so confused. That, I will say Griton's cave. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm is. so white. Oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's the multiverse. I love it. I'm so sorry. I'm so white. Don't worry. I'm so brown. I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. How you doing, guys? How are you? I've never heard of your channel, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ring the bell. Yeah, I subscribe right now. Really, really cool. Let's try to do an interview. Uh, hello. And then wait, wait. No, the lag is bad. I'm just kidding. I love it. I love it. Have a great show. Have a great show, my friend. Yeah, have a good show, guys. I love it. Shout out to the Latins, brown brown people, baby. Do you guys know Don Francisco from Sábado Gigante? Wow. Seems racial. What about El Chacal? This is like such a cool part of the hobby where you can connect with people from around the world. Have a good show, buddy. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so cool. Wow. Yeah, because the first comment popped up and then another one, I was like, and it was like, boom. I was like, I don't know what that is. I even sent in the private chat. I was like, what is this? That's that's hilarious. Oh, that's wow. fantastic. I subscribed. So Here, let's awesome. uh let's link his channel and and you know, we'll sub to their channel and if they sub to our channel, that would be fantastic. So go show them some love guys. That would be really cool. Um we may need Gigi uh here shortly, Marco. I think uh, she maybe I think perhaps she put to in send the a chat message. with the uh <laughs> Yeah. Good thing Ben's not oh, here. Yeah, she's coming over here. <laughs> yeah, good thing Ben's not here. He would... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone would have Christ. unsubscribed. Okay, Gigi, jump in there. Oh, where's the thing? Oh, here you go. Here we We're go. We're getting our official CW translator in the, in the house. Okay. Hello, uh, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's like uh, the cave of the screamer, essentially. And I did put oh. it down there, so screw you for yelling There's at too me. many comments coming in. Um, I wasn't yelling, yeah. first of all, but... Gigi, can can you give us some? Can you send a message to them for us? Are they still here? Oh yeah, they're watching oh, us live on the. But it, I think. But anyway, I think send, they, send a message from our channel. <laughs> oh, it's, 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 
gringos no hablan español. How dare you? We're not even gringos. That wasn't the message. <laughs> How do you say jumbo baby in Spanish? Uh, I don't think jumbo. ¿Cómo, cómo se dice eh, cuando le hacen así? Se dice uh, yo quiero Taco Bell. No, oh, come así on, se dice. Así se dice. Uh, así se dice I know that is. No, Dean. <laughs> Dean Anyways, Anyways wow. uh, thank you for, for watching our show. We appreciate it. We'll, we'll sub to you. You guys sub to us. We'll have fun and, and talk about these toys. What a great collection. Hopefully, we can have them on someday. That's, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah his background was really, yeah, awesome. Yeah, just, yeah, he's a really cool. Definitely, dude. definitely unexpected. And, uh, it goes to show you never know when when your show is gonna go on another guy's show. Retrofanes fun. said um, to to teach you Spanish. Hey, so Taco si Bell, les, there you go. Si le, wow, es el español Jesus, que saben. Manny. Pero uh, le trato de enseñar un poquito de español a Marco. Can you go ahead and tell them? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. Jesus, man. holy cow, man. Um, so so Dude, let's let's go on here. Let's go on here. So, uh, yeah. more shots of Keaton Batman doing some crazy shit, which I love to see. Um, definitely. It. Do we have How does everyone feel about this version of the suit? Because I, I miss the yellow belt on this, and so co so cool that Hot Toys has given us the opportunity to get that other original version and not have to like settle it. for this. Okay. Also, yeah. really quick, there's uh -oh. an Erika Flores. So finally, another girl. Hi. Okay. <laughs> wow. okay I'm gonna go now. <laughs> Look at this. You guys are great Bye. guys. You you are great guys, too. I love it. Oh, I was I about to ask Gigi a question. Dean was about to ask you a question. She, she'll listen to it, and she can respond oh, okay. in the chat. I was going to say, <laughs> if uh, she's going to be letting you get in uh, all these figures that oh, could be released. <laughs> we will save it for the podcast, honestly. We got oh, hell yeah. Okay. Channel right now. You'll love to see it. He, he um, wanted to know if you were going to let me get the Batman figures. First of all, she doesn't let me get anything. I get what I want. I just have to pay a tax. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, this Batman figure, or this Batman suit, rather. I do miss the yellow, the belt. Like yep. It, it, it kind of needs that color separation. I don't hate it. I think it looks really cool, but it is kind of like an iconic Batman staple that's not there. It feels odd. But I don't hate it. Coming from a non-Batman guy, that's kind of saying something. Yeah, that's actually big praise from you. I don't yeah. hate it. It's, it's huge. And like you, like you said, Zach, it's cool to see him do some dynamic stuff in this. So perhaps if Hot Toys is going to make this version, it, they'd make it a bit more flexible, something with a really dynamic yeah. cape, so you can do some crazy shit with it. Absolutely. Um, also, I've Oof. so so this has been I... this movie has been in production for a long time because I remember seeing the photos of of the behind the scenes of of I don't know Supergirl I don't know what you call this character she looks bad bro bad AF was it was a Kara Kent I'm here for I think it. that's right yeah my pants feel a little funny no well right she now. she's not a Kent she's a yeah oh because he's like her. it's not Clark and she's like it's Kara. Mm -hmm. So I figured Clark can't car can't. Okay, so I don't know. I can't, can't tell. <laughs> wow. wow. Damn, dude. I'll save myself out. Peace but out. how good does this <laughs> suit Marissa look, though, right? Like, oh, my. Wow. You got the Is dad she? jokes, oh, wow. dude. Hey. <laughs> Find out. Yeah. There you go. Now I was going to say. <laughs> Just kidding. Now you're with the... Uh, uh, but isn't this such a great iteration on the um, I love on the Superman from this universe, right? Dude, I'm so excited. I would buy the Hot Toys of this. This design was, looks awesome. I was so looking cool. at her outfit, 
Yeah, and like too. the way the cape is integrated is so fucking cool. I was like, damn, that's I've that never seen that before. Well, like the, the whole red piece is like sewn in, and then the cape like starts where the like the pit starts. If that makes sense, almost like it was like draped over and then like all stitched in except the cape. It's cool. It's very cool. Um, I would yeah, have manhandled me. Literally bro, unspeakable thing. She's so fine, bro. Zod comes back, and it's funny. So. For a long time, Zod was kind of like a meme figure, right? Like, I, I want to yeah. say back in the day, Sideshow was giving, oh, dude, I'm so glad we're literally about giving this. <laughs> this away for free. And a lot of the Zod guys are posting this, and the people that don't have it are getting upset. It's like, guys, this figure was literally a joke figure for years. Like, yeah. I mean, talking about bottom of the bargain bin figure. I will say, because I'm a Star Wars fan, that I kind of get it with the prequels, right? Like, the prequels weren't super great when they came out. But looking back on them, especially with the bullshit that we have now, pretty good. Prequels aren't, I mean, they still have major problems, but I could look back on them fondly and be like, that's cool. So I remember when this movie came out, it was, it did okay. I don't think it was like fucking groundbreaking. I don't even think most people would consider it like one of the greatest superhero movies. So I feel like now they're looking back on it like, damn, we did have something pretty good. Now that they're fucking retconning everything and erasing timelines, and they're like, shit, Zod was pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I think pretty... it's hilarious that nobody bought this fucking thing, and now it's like, I want Zod. It's like, yeah. <laughs> where were you for or, the past 10 years? Or the people kind of flaunting it, like, oh, I know the price is going to go up. I, I really dislike that. I know the price is going to go up on this uh, DX19 that I have. Once but I they're show. not wrong, like, okay. because everybody starts yeah. freaking out, like, I need to have it. It's like wow. Yes and no, though, but like, how much is it really going up? It, anyways, <laughs> I will say, so, so one cool thing about this scene here from the trailer, and like after seeing the new rock stars, so when in the original Man of Steel, Superman is there to meet Zod during this like potential scene here, and they kind of broker some peace, and then they go away, right? From what I recall, but because Superman isn't there, like shit goes crazy, and like you're seeing all the aftermath in a lot of the trailers. So I think it's a pretty cool take on like an alternate um, timeline, basically. And Zod looks so great right here. Come on, give us give us a 2.0 with this with this face shield. Yeah, love to see it. Oh, I think they're going to have to do a 2.0. He looks like to be the main bad guy of the movie. Uh, so there's other speculation, but I won't spoil anything. I will say, so So the next two shots here, we know there are two versions of Flash at the very least. Um, so you can see... You be beating the hell out of people left and right, kidnapping them. Goodness <laughs> gracious, too soon. <laughs> That's the last thing we need. <laughs> so so, so the, the Flash on the left and then in the previous one, it looks like they've taken a Batman suit from Keaton and kind of spray painted it red. So he's kind of got this hybrid of a Batman suit and a flash suit, which could be an incredibly cool figure for folks that it like how it has that nostalgia aspect. And then also the, something kind of new. Also Loki makes zero sense. Isn't well, his suit specially made? So it doesn't like catch fire and well, we're, we're better so to get run so fast we're better Dean, to get one of those suits a, than from a billionaire right this is a made-up movie though it's it's kind of fake my guy i know but it's just I'm like just if kidding. you're gonna have he can't rules, really travel through time follow dude. the rules yeah There's oh wait really he can't two of him he can't travel oh i ain't watching it then screw that yeah, I hate this no movie. i'm just saying if you set a thing you should stick to it that's no, been a thing that he had to specially make his suit remember in the the 
the Snyder cut, he like burns through his shoes because he's going so fast. I don't remember that. I burnt through my shoes. It's like the diner scene where he saves that girl from being hit by a car. My shoes are walking by themselves already. Or did I make that up? That may have been made up. That might have been. <laughs> I think you made it up, Dean. <laughs> let's. Uh, I might have. And, and just really quick, I will say, Trumbull Dust says, "Yeah, I don't think they'll make another Ezra Hot Toys. If the film is successful <sighs> enough, Bro. the free market will anything's possible. I can guarantee it. If the film is really that popular, money will speak on this one. Yeah. And it's kind of a shame. It's kind of it's kind of grimy, but I'm just saying the reality of the situation. Yeah." Let's, Which uh, is let's, sad because this movie looks like it's gonna be fucking sweet. It does. It looks so Dude, good. Coming from someone who's not a huge DC fan, this movie looks like it's gonna be a banger. It, I honestly can't wait for it. I, this looks so good. Let's uh, let's put a pin in it here. I think we're going to skip hot seats tonight. We'll skip um, movie Thank of the week tonight. Us. That way we can. Uh, have a full panel for both of those uh dean can we say a shout out to the pillars the Beelers. i love these guys there are patreones and their names are sean fear ian cb renee mendez eric mariscal quinn aguirre king louis mark pearson paul schreiber james colleague there's kevin Equan, sweet doctor. Chris Val, Serena, Ben Thomas, Chris Letty, David Jones, Sam Gist, Daminator, Joao Breda, Thomas Clark, Eric Switzer, Six Guns, Figs, Bad Fish, Sweet Sweet Danny Lee, Deanie Martin, Stephen Crett, Big Old Fern, King Zach, Caesar Marquin, Mark Phillips, Lisa Martin Bobonski, Rick DeGregorio, The Everyday Collector, Ricardo Valdez, Jose CZ, Irwin Azucena, the illustrious Rainer, Alan Morgan, Tukothri, Wah, Derek B, Arius Portillo, Mark Randolph, Jazz Carroll, Joe Ridley, Pablo Meza, Carlos Avedra, D Rock, Matt Clevenger, Seth Tucker, CC3PO, Scott Smith, Don Maton, Jimmy James, Stephen Purchase, Sean Usby, Scott Bradley, Steve and Maria Stanley, Eddie Manzanaris, Louis Bennett, Chip Parent, Jimmy Hernandez, Gigi the Judgmental, and Brenton Palmer. <laughs> What a bunch of sweet angels. Angels, the lot of them. Uh, for February, Patreon benefits, <clears throat> we have the Blockbuster membership card. Um, should be getting those printed this week. Should have everything sent out probably around the 20th. Uh, so stay tuned for that if you're in the 750 tier. March is the Papa Ox Collecting Weekly sticker. Both of these designed by Manny the Man Gonzalez. So big shout out there. Uh, these will be uh, January, February will be sent together. And then March and April will be sent together as well. Uh, if you want to join the Patreon, starts at five dollars a month for the digital tier, seven fifty for stickers sent straight to your door, uh, fifteen for the certified crispy certificate and figure fix assistance, or twenty five for the deluxe pog set on your first pledge, and it doubles of all the stickers that we send. Uh, YouTube channel members, we have Mojo Z seven eight, Absolute Irwin, DK Avenger seven zero two, OMFG Rick S Beam. Andres, IB, Daminator, Sam Gis, Thomas Clark, Benjamin Hansen, Crispy, Big Ofer, and Cram, Victor Juarez, uh, OG Fan, Mark Pearson, Ben Thomas, Paul Schreiber, Andrew Gibo, CC3PO, Carlito, CT603, Eddie, Money, Mendez, Sia Dreams, JC, B Chan, Fat Batman, and Justin Sports Cards Museum. Uh, you can join the YouTube membership for 99 cents if you're a Patreon member or $2.99 if you are not. <clears throat> you get loyalty badges, emojis, and member shoutouts. Uh, taking a look at the network, we have uh, After Dark tomorrow at 10.30. Uh, Thursday, we have Small Talk. Friday, we have 
collectors club and uh saturday is open so we'll we'll see what we can uh what we can do there sam gist says never thought i would get another blockbuster card yeah there you go though they might not look as nice as the real ones with the barcode and everything on the back but they will look pretty cool on the on the shelf or whatever uh t public we have uh some stuff there it's all on sale this week i think it's like 13 dollars a shirt so be sure to pick those up if you'd like and uh as far as the socials go you can follow us on facebook at collecting weekly our facebook group collecting weekly auxiliary uh instagram at collecting weekly at collecting weekly underscore clips and at the everyday collector on instagram uh shout out time shout out to you guys for being here people that are on the panel people that are in the chat i know it's it's you know a special day for a lot of people and uh you know i know there's some sacrifices we all had to make to be here tonight so i appreciate that um dean you had your wonderful mother's birthday obviously marco mark manny myself we had our significant others so they've all made sacrifices as well but yeah we had a great show tonight great chat um shout out to ben thomas hit a thousand subscribers we'd love to see it we've you know kind of been with him uh, on his journey from from the beginning so really proud to see him um achieving that success uh but yeah any other shout outs you guys want to give yeah uh again shout out to my mom it was her birthday today she's honestly the sweetest person on the planet can't wait to meet her you've met my mom before but i want to have like like you know like have a meal like like really chat with your mom like such a wonderful person i really want to you know have spend a nice amount of time all you right, know. you come. Oxcon twenty three special. Game. <laughs> well, no, not like that. But I mean, like, I've seen her in in passing. Like we haven't really, yeah, you yeah. know, because she's been a big supporter of us for you yeah. know ever since the first first show. So yeah. I feel like I would like um, to express gratitude. Uh, shout out to Ben as well. Like you said, a thousand subscribers. He got there fast. He got there real fast. Uh, he's a sweetheart, and he deserves it. Um, he normally gets there fast, from what I hear. So wow. I don't think there's—I don't oh, think there's any coincidence. He <laughs> talked about starting an OnlyFans, and then all of a sudden he had a thousand subs. I don't know. It's a little fishy he was like 15 me. subs short by then, but and shout out to Manny and, and Mark for stepping up to the plate tonight. What yeah, we were emails. about to run Skeleton Crew today. Yeah, so thank you guys. We love you. Shout out shout to out. Dean's mom, shout out to Ben Thomas, shout out to Manny and Mark, as previously said, and shout out to anyone watching. Maybe you don't have a significant other just yet. I would just say, work on yourself. The wow. Love will find you. Love will find you when you're least expecting. I met Gigi at a really weird time in my life, and uh, yeah, so I, I've spent many Valentine's Day days not having a significant other and uh, it's totally cool so yeah i met victoria at one of the one of the lowest points of my life one day also i got a message from this sweet man named marco who i thought was from spain and became one of my best <laughs> friends so you never that's know right. when love will find you that's, yeah, um, yeah, that's a good point <laughs> yeah uh hold on real quick um it's hard it's hard it's hard because you guys know me it's hard for me to talk about serious stuff um uh I had a really I had a really hard week. I was trying I, I didn't want to talk about it. But uh my daughter was going through a lot of stuff and she went through she, just just through the complications of her, you know, just growing up and being 12 years old. She's a, she she got checked into a mental facility. I I didn't I didn't talk to anybody about this. Um, 
But I feel like I should bring it up. Um, my daughter Olivia, man, God bless her. She's such a fucking sweetheart. And uh, I'm hoping to get her out of there this weekend. But man, she she's dealing with some like depression stuff. So when I when I tell people I had a hard week, it, it's because it's 100 because of my daughter. There's there's nothing better in life than finding that. My wife, when I met Katrina, oh my god, I, I had so many terrible relationships before her. And 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 a lot of the people at Oxcon met Katrina, and she's a fucking sweetheart, man. And she had two beautiful babies, and my daughters, they're so fucking. They're a total blessing. So I'm sorry, I I don't mean to get real deep real quick. I don't want to cry, but like uh, I'm hoping to have my daughter home this weekend. I put I I put her in a fucking mental facility on Friday night because she was dealing with a lot of stuff, and um. So shout out to Olivia Olivia Pearson, man. She's a fucking sweetheart, and she's so so fucking beautiful. Sorry. Mark, we love you, brother. I'm love sorry you. to hear I know I love you guys that, too. I, I I didn't mean to bring that shit up, man. No, so yeah, fuck, we're man. all friends. That's, that's what, we, what we're here for, man. If you need to talk about something, family. we got it. And Mark, by you being transparent, I think it shows other folks, you know, that we're all going through stuff. Yeah, and, totally. you know, mental health issues, obviously everyone is impacted by that. So love you, man, and really hope that, that you're uh, seeing a lot of better days after this. Couldn't have totally. been an easy decision. Totally. Yeah, the chat's there with you, too. Um, How about you, man? You, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Read the room, bud. <laughs> I'm trying to ease the tension. Uh, put the weight on Manny. I know, Jesus. I'm I'll like... never forget that time where uh, fucking oh, no, D was bringing, talking about my dead mother. <laughs> wow. No, that's not oh, it. Nice. How dare you? Oh, How my gosh. How dare you? Jesus, dude. First this, then that. Uh, well, it was first yeah. that, no this. Wow. Well, Mark, we we love you. Obviously, love you, you know. Too. Sometimes we do these things and and in hopes that things get better. And no, no, and the, and you know what? This you got to do what's chat, best for your kids. The right? CW chat has really helped me through this week. Yeah. 100%. And I want to echo what Equan is saying here. If you need anything uh, from any of us, give us a call. Honestly, we are all here for you, brother. Anything at all. If you just want to talk uh-huh. about stupid collectibles, happy to uh, to chat with you, brother. I love, I love you all. We I love you, Mark. Just don't be like Dean and call us at 2 in the morning and don't say anything and <laughs> keep us on the line for 20 minutes and wake up Ben and his fucking nut. All these, all these things that happened. But no, in all seriousness, you know, as a parent, sometimes you have to do hard things. And, you know, appreciate you being here. Obviously, it's Valentine's Day, and I'm sure that, you know, you had, you had other plans. But we, we genuinely appreciate all of you guys being here. And uh, we love... Love everyone on the panel. Love everyone in the chat. Love our new Latin friend uh, and all his friends. So, yeah, I, I sub to them. I don't. I need to brush up on my Spanish, obviously, because I don't understand anything. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> well, uh, Manny, do you have any uh, any shout outs you want to give before we uh, cut this one off? Uh, just shout out to all the pairs. Uh, and that's it. There you go. <laughs> Manny, I have one more shout out that I would like to give. Oh, God. I love the poorly educated. <laughs>